All right, let's do let's do a quick sound test this time. Uh, Nick, how you doing? I'm I'm doing good. Hey, look at that. That's working. Greg, what's up? <laughs> doing very good. Sean, how's it going? I'm doing pretty alright. Awesome. All right, let's try this one more time. Hey everybody, and welcome to the prologue of Frozen Frontier. How are you guys doing today? Doing excellent. Good, good. How yep. about the rest of you? Yeah. Yep. Good. Yep. Excited. Um, <laughs> I I started playing Final Fantasy XIV again. I'm sorry. It's got it's gotten real bad. <laughs> I, I had like a day off on Friday. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna watch Final Fantasy Friday, and then I. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was I was birthday partying. Oh no, no. I that's good because I I forgot it was a thing. I was too busy. Okay. <laughs> no, it's um, I don't know. I, I've been playing a shit ton of it. I got a character up to fifty one. It's uh, it's good. The, the low level experience in that game is very boring because of the three second global cooldown. But you kind of speed it up a lot when you like up your stats later on in the game. It becomes much more fun at higher level. I'm nervous about playing it eventually. Um, granted, I'm on four, so yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> but I, I still don't know how you plan to get through the MMOs. Yeah, uh, I don't know either. It's I, I don't know. We'll figure that out when I get to eleven. It's but a, the, I, I had a friend recently started at the gym, mm -hmm. and he said I wanted to play the new expansion, but I couldn't because this game doesn't let me get to the expansion. I have to level a character through yeah. all of the other stuff before I get there. He's like, mm -hmm. it took him like 50 or 60 hours and he just gave up he's like i'm done I'm not, oh yeah I'm no not it's uh it's like 50 or 60 hours from the end of the base game through all the content they released before the expansion it's um damn oh man the best part is like there's so much fucking filler in that game like there's just so many so many moments where they're just there to waste your time like so i the whole thing is like there's a like big godlike creatures called primals and they're they're evil things you gotta kill them and uh I'm killing like this wind primal called Garuda and the whole deal with her is that uh, she lives in like this whole um, she lives like inside in the eye of a hurricane and she always has like a big hurricane going around her so you got to get like a special corrupted ether crystal to combat it uh, just you know weird fantasy bullshit so I go on this like multi-stage quest where I, I meet this guy and he makes me go to like some random merchant in the middle of nowhere to get a pot that he then like converts into a corrupted crystal proof pot and then I do like a multi-quest quest line to get the crystal for him. And then he's like, oh, congratulations. You just got a corrupted crystal. Oh, wait, you needed a corrupted crystal to repel the effects of wind magic? Sorry, this is just going to enhance their effects. So you're kind of shit out of luck. You need to go get a different corrupted crystal. <laughs> then I go, so he sends me to one of his students. And I go on like a multi-quest quest line where she tells me that she knows about these corrupted crystals on this island that's recently been shut down because apparently the dead are walking on that island. So I go to this island, the guy there is like, tell you what, we do have corrupted crystals here, but I'm way too busy with all this like dead walking around stuff to help you out with that. So if you go solve the walking dead problem, I'll, I'll grab you a corrupted crystal. So you're on this multi-quest quest line where I like wind up killing a siren because she's the one who's uh, causing all the dead to walk. And uh, after, after getting all that done, it took like three hours. I, I finished it up. He gives me a corrupted crystal. I take it back to her. She's like, all right, you just got your very own earth aspected corrupted crystal. <laughs> <laughs> you needed an ice aspect to corrupted crystal. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> but tell you what, I have another student over in Gridania. Why don't you go over there and ask him for help? And I, at this point, I'd given up on the will to live, and I, I don't really remember what happened for this next questline. But I think it involved like I had to hunt down a monster named Giggity and fish out a corrupted <laughs> crystal from his entrails. 
Because <laughs> yeah, when it when it's not wasting your time, it's pretty great. But oh my god, it's yeah. It's so cool. I'm worried about playing the MMOs when I play Final <laughs> Fantasy. Thank God, my next game is five, and I don't have to worry about that shit. How far are you through four? Um, I'm basically at the end of the game. I'm on the moon. Yes. I'm outside of Bahamut's cave. Okay. I'm I'm basically Ooh. just like you're there. That's I'm it. there. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the uh, four, four has been very frustrating, actually, which is odd because everyone thinks of it as this like classic Final Fantasy game, mm-hmm. and I like it. It's a lot of fun, but it's it's easily the least well paced of the early four. Mm. Well. Mm. Yeah, I I'm interested to see what you think of five because I've heard a lot of people say five is pretty shit, but then I've also seen some people who say like five is pretty great, and I, I'm curious to see where you fall on that. We'll find out soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Nick, how's it going? Yeah, man. Not bad. What about you? It's pretty good. Yeah, I got got promoted at work. It's pretty cool. Oh, what's your new title? Just investment consultant. I was an associate consultant before. Ah. But it it means that I've got my my own client book now. That's cool. Do you get yeah, your own office now? No, nah, nobody has. Nobody has their own office. It's oh. very like it's kind of outdated in that way. Like I, I mean, or is it um, progressive in that way? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I think like okay. having got individual offices and stuff is quite outdated. Don't mm. even fucking don't get me started on that. <laughs> Open workspaces make me so mad. Yeah, yeah, it can be. Ah, whatever. Yeah. It, things are good. I'm excited. Well, congratulations. Thanks, man. All right. I, I see a lot of people questioning why Ryan's cam is empty. Uh, he'll be joining us later in the day. He's just got some obligations, but that's okay because we're actually gonna you. we're gonna break into constituent parts here, and we're gonna do a series of um, short little sessions, roughly an hour or so, about how the party gets together. So we're gonna start with Nick, and we're gonna do how Nick became the party leader here on this mission to Caledonia. And then we're gonna do Greg, and we're gonna see how Nick recruits Greg. And then we're gonna do Sean, and see how Nick recruits Sean. And then we're gonna do Ryan, and see how Nick recruits Ryan. And we might all wrap up together at the very end, or depending on time and how the whole thing goes, we might just wait until next week to bring the whole party together at once to go on some sort of, you know, grand campaign. I like how you have a skull in there for, uh, for Ryan's slot. Well, mm-hmm. we put skulls in everyone's cams, assuming that people are going to be dying. Um, so <laughs> that way I can just, you know, like turn off Sean's cam and then there's already a skull there for him to be dead. It's very easy to kill off players mechanically. <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask Greg and Sean to uh, mute their mics. You can leave your cams on, you can turn them off, whatever. And. Take off your headphones, and we will see you guys in a couple hours. Bye. Bye. All right, Nick. What's up? You want to introduce your character, and we can get this party started? All right. So do you want me to go go over any of my actual backstory or not? Just sort of introduce how I look in that. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I would love to see. Which one? Your actual backstory, how how you look. Your physical description, that sort of stuff. Yeah, but should I should I talk about like my past, my like, you know, like all the stuff I sent you? Yeah, dude, uh, tell us about everything up until we're going to start. Okay, so I am William Marshall. Um, from a very young age, he was born into a 
a minor noble family outside of the city of Solwick. His um, he had three or four older brothers. He had a lot of older brothers, and generally his family are quite bookish um, politicians, not very handy with a with a blade. And uh, William was the the exception to that. So from a very young age, he was beating his older brothers in in combat when they were practicing. And it became apparent quickly that he didn't really fit in with the family. He didn't have the same skills that his brothers had, that his father had. And uh, his talents in combat were being wasted, being raised there. So his father, being a competent politician, um, arranged for William to be squire to a very um, successful and well-thought-of knight named Kel Roderick. Uh, I don't know particularly what city that was in, Neil. Probably Solwick. Okay. Yeah. So William goes to be squire of this Cal Roderick fellow, uh, and it's a very inspiring time for him. He's he's learned he learns about the knightly virtues, and Cal Roderick Roderick is a really good man. He he tries to do well by the peasantry. He respects the laws of the land. Uh, he's a great fighter. He always looks fantastic. His armor is gleaming, and uh, William takes real pride in making sure that his sword's always sharpened. His horse is always um, well maintained, and yeah, his arm is always well fitted and, and polished. So, growing up in the in the in the court of this this guy, William learns to be a, a true fighter. And by the age of about fourteen, fifteen, he starts to be a great fighter and starts to, you know, beat some of the older the older knights. Um, and yeah, he's definitely ready for a career in in sort of war. Around the time of his sixteenth birthday, there's a, a peasant rebellion, a rebellion brewing in the city, and Cal Roderick gets sent to lead the, the the princess's armies to sort of crush this rebellion. The campaign goes well. William feels great pride. He watches Cal Roderick lead the men and give orders and you know speeches of to encourage valor and fight strongly, and he's very inspired. The, the campaign goes on, and when it all seems like it's going to come to a close and the, the, the princess is going to be victorious, half of the army goes back with the royal guard to the city, leaving Cal Roderick to deal the final blow. Unfortunately, they, they walk into an ambush, and um, Cal Roderick gets killed in the battle, or gravely wounded at least, uh, and William manages to kill the knight that had um, wounded Roderick and take his body and try and get him back to the city to... Roderick's body, right? Not the wounded knight. Other, yeah, Rod Roderick's body. He tries to take Roderick's body back to the city to sort of get him to a doctor or heal him up. Unfortunately, he dies on the road, but not before he knights William uh, with his dying breath. William heads back to the city, warns the the princess of the incoming danger, and um, they, after a bloody battle at the city walls, they manage to defeat the rebellion, and um, William is anointed by the princess as a true knight, and gets put as an advisor on a council. And so, how, what age was this? Maybe 16, 17. So very early on knighted. Yeah, very early on knighted. Um, he spends the next 20 years, 22 years, serving the, the, the Selwick royal family mm -hmm. and building up a reputation for himself. And where, where we're starting... Um, William is from a minor noble family. He's approaching the age of 40, and he is expected to be given titles to a small village somewhere outside of the city, maybe in the next 12 months, um, as sort of a, you know, a reward for his service. And he's from noble birth anyway, so it makes sense. 
So he's um he's married. He's got two daughters. Uh, his wife is named Isabel. Daughters Eva and Joan. And Isabel's father, uh, Richard, is a very successful merchant, very wealthy, and uh, has close ties to the to the the, the dealings of the the royal family. He's a very influential man. Um, all of this plays into William's hand to make him quite a powerful knight. I mean, he's he's obviously no no um, lord, but he he's got he's got wealth. He's got a nice estate. Uh, he's got a, a good family, and he's, he's held in very high regard. And yeah. All right. Uh, tell me, where is your house? You haven't been given this little estate yet. So, are you in a village? Are you in the? Are you in Solwick itself? Uh, yeah, I think I've probably just got a house in Solwick, and maybe I spent some time in the in the keep as well. But uh, I think that you know, my my family and my my squire probably live out in a house in the city. You have a squire. Yeah, I, I assume so. Right, I would have a squire. Probably. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so it is evening time. I think when we're going to come into game, okay. right? Uh, so you are awakened sometime in the night uh, by a, a knocking at your door. All right, so I open my eyes, uh, light a torch on the side of the bed. Uh, you see the the flames like illuminate. He might be 40 years old, but he's still in very good shape, obviously. 18 strength, so... Cuts an imposing figure of, uh, you know, six foot four. He's extremely muscular. He's got his sword by the side of his bed. Mm-hmm. His wife's asleep. So he um, gets to his feet and picks up his sword slowly, holding it behind him, and goes to the door and just, like, cracks the, cracks the door open. Hello? You see standing before you an envoy of the princess, of Princess Sella. Uh, standing there in you know, full envoy regalia with a small letter in his hand. Uh, he looks at you in your eyes and you recognize him and he recognizes you and mm-hmm. he kind of extends the letter towards you. <clears throat> so I'll place my sword back down against the wall, raise the lantern up to the guy's face, mm-hmm. um, take the letter off him, nod, thank uh, you. And as you take it from him, he tells you that this letter contains a summons for the princess. Uh, there's going to be a ceremony where you're going to be granted some lands and some titles and some responsibilities. You kind of have felt this coming for a while, but here it is in the dark of night, kind of a little out of the blue. And when is the the ceremony? Uh, The ceremony is going to be in one week's time. Uh, So you've got some time to settle your affairs locally. You've got some time to inform anyone, get anything done that you need, because upon completion of the ceremony, you will inherit those lands and titles and immediately have responsibilities in that village. So you've got one week to clear your shit. All right. I thank the the messenger and uh, quietly close the door. Okay. Retreat back to my bed. And uh, my wife's still asleep. I sit up with the lantern on the side of the bedside table and read over the letter. And um, heart filled with, with pride. Had a, a life's work well done. And uh, I reward... He's not a proud man, but he does in this moment feel proud for what he's achieved and what he's going to bequeath to his family. Mm-hmm. And eventually, uh, when sleep starts to take over, he blows out the lantern and goes to sleep. Okay. Um. So okay. I think... So the, what, what the... sorts of things do you want to do in your week of downtime? 
Um, yeah, so I mean, I've got my, my duties, so I'll be uh, hanging around the, the, I'll be reporting to the keep in the morning, uh, dealing with any issues that the the town the captain of the guard would, would have me deal with, or mm-hmm. counselling Stella with any problems that she has. But I do make time um, the evening of that next day to meet with my father-in-law, Richard, uh, and the rest of my family. Okay. And uh, I want to tell them the, the good news. So I've arranged somewhat of a, a small feast. Uh, I've got my, uh, my, you know, a couple of servants to, to bring some food, and we're all sat around the, the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And I make an announcement to my family. Isabel, my love, Eva, Joan, Richard, it's a, it's a, it's a good day for our family. I've received word that Princess Sella wishes to grant me ownership of a small village outside of town. I think it's going to be good for our family. We'll, uh, we'll live a better life outside of the city. There'll be less, less crime. I'll have less work to do. I'll be able to spend more time with you, watching my daughters grow, help them with our education, perhaps even make a son. Your wife gives a bit of a blush at that. Um... So I, 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 you know, I, I guess I'll stand up and and raise a toast. Okay. Uh, how old are your daughters, by the way? Let's think. Uh, nine and twelve. Nine and twelve. All right. Yeah. Uh, your daughters then stand up along with your wife, your father-in-law, and I assume there are other people assembled here. This is probably some sort of party celebration. Yeah, my squire, some friends, maybe another one of the. Uh, the military advisors. Yeah. Perhaps. So the the people that you love in your life and the people who are associated with you closely. Mhm. Okay. So throughout the um the dinner, I I, I ask Richard at some point how how work is how work is going for him. <clears throat> well, things have been going quite well indeed. I think we've made some mm, Cunning deals. Uh, hoping for your help on some of these things. We've got some good investments going. But, um... Of course, Richard. You, uh, you you bring great honor to our to our family and to your own. Uh, I believe that your wealth and influence has, has aided us kindly in this matter. You, you flatter me, William. Uh, my family is... We, we may have done well for ourselves, but we are still just humble merchants. Nothing nearly as grandiose as everything you have achieved in your lifetime. Well, uh, I was granted a, a noble birth. Uh, that is sure. But um, I know as much as anyone that a man can make his own lot in this life if he works hard enough. And uh, I see I see that in you. Maybe the, the princess one day will, will reward you with your own land. Oh, well... About that, he says, and he kind of settles down into his chair and scoots a little closer to you. Earthquake happens. Um, I've been speaking with the princess. Uh, I have this... Well, she has this plan that she's been concocting. Uh, uh, He looks at you cautiously. And he kind of glances around the table to see if anyone might be listening. This is good, pleasant company. 
You all know each other well, you're all friends and family, but he still looks around a little cautiously. Would you, um, do you prefer to head to the, uh, the, the after dinner room? A private conversation? I have some... No, 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 it's quite fine. Uh, you can just never be too careful here. Uh, it looks like everyone's in good spirits, and I, I think I see some musicians walking by. But why, why don't we invite them in? Let, let everyone have a, a nice time with them. Of course. I'll he goes it. to the door and calls to the passing musicians in the street and asks, you know, gives them some money and has them come in and play for everybody to kind of give some cover to your conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, once the musicians come in and the party gets a little bit more relaxed and lively and, you know, dinner is over and people are starting to drink and socialize now and everyone's intermingling, he comes back to that comfy little corner of the table with you and says, so... At, at this point, I've had quite a bit to drink. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not quite as in control of my uh, my uh, not my senses, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting drunk. I Are you uh, typically like this, or is this like a celebratory letting loose and getting drunk? Are you are you a, a heavy drinker? William's not a heavy drinker uh, around his family and at home or at work, but um, when out on the field uh, with the, with the men, he does does drink more than so it's quite unusual for him to be drunk around right. richard and his family around his children yeah okay uh your father richard their father-in-law richard is fairly sober at this point you know he's had a couple of glasses of wine but he's not letting loose the same way you are uh, understandably so sure so um <clears throat> willie yeah i've father. made this uh Interesting deal with the princess. She, she's she got this harebrained idea that Caldonia, frozen, cursed wasteland that it is, is ripe for the plucking. Caldonia? The, uh... The... Cursed continent the... to the south. Right. Yeah. Well, ripe for the plucking? Well, you know, it's been sitting there for millennia and a half... Relatively untouched. Uh, most people are too damn afraid of it, and they curse the gods to bother visiting. But that does mean a whole kingdom's worth of wealth, treasures, fineries are just sitting there under the ice somewhere. Yes, and what you plan to to go there? Well, the newly minted princess has some foolhardy notions that that can be reclaimed for the might of Solwook and Drekus. <laughs> and, uh, you know, on some level I agree with her, so I've we've worked out a deal. Uh, I will be helping to finance this expedition of hers in exchange for a cut of the profits. Well, you're what a braver you... man than I. Uh, congratulations. What do you mean, braver man than you? Of course I'm not braver than you. Look at you. You're a an anointed knight. You've slain many people in battle, led great missions, uh, right? I mean, uh, I don't know. I've I've had accolades, sure, but um, a land cursed by the gods. Would you really go there? Seems foolhardy to me. Oh, but think of all the wealth. Think of the untold riches. Do you? How how's your history? Do you remember the late sorcerer king of Caldonia? Said he was uh, fabulously wealthy. I am. Um, Red in such matters, but I've never had much of a much of a head for it. Why well, don't you uh, remind me? 
He strokes his small beard for a little while. The details are not too important, but it's it, it's enough to say that Caldonia was a wealthy kingdom when it still stood, back before the gods froze it over and ripped apart Arcadia, rose the mountains, created the canals, back before all those, before the dark days. He love, looks at you, sees you maybe a little bit, kind of tipsy, puts a hand on your shoulder and says, well, come on, to, to success then, hmm? To, to me with my uh, expedition and you with your new village. I can toast to that. All right. uh, raise a drink to him. Yeah, you guys clink your drinks. And as you're downing yours, he says, you know, there, there's just one small problem. We really need a, a trustworthy, reliable, honorable leader of men to, to do this mission, to do this expedition. Uh, I know you've just been granted lands, or we're, are about to be granted lands, but what would you say to a, a one- or two-year tour of Caldonia, leading your own contingent? <sighs> Father, I'm, I'm flattered, but uh, I, th I think those, those days are behind me. I, Nonsense, I you're a young man still. Look at you. Well, I'm I'm strong, but my wife, my my children, your daughter, she's I, I couldn't. They leave wouldn't her. have to go with you. They they could stay here in the comfort of I, the home. I I, I would see after them. I I wouldn't I wouldn't seek to leave, leave them. Look, I, I'm flattered, but the uh, I've had my 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 adventuring days are behind me. I, I think I'd like to settle down in my in my village and fair enough. Nice fair enough. Th think nothing of it. Here, let, let's have another round. Um, hmm, two. Getting old and sitting on your rear after a long life of adventuring. How does that sound to you? I can drink too. Yes. I'll uh, right. take another drink and throw it down. Okay. He, he drinks with you too. He goes, you know, you're a young man still. When I was your age, I was... I still had sparkles in my eyes. I, I still wanted to see the open land. I was right there on the, the seat of my ox cart. Nothing as fancy as your war horse, of course, but... On the seat of my ox cart, driving across Drekus, making deals, making trades, bringing wealth home. There was a, a sense of spirit and adventure to it. You know, I, I felt like I could send my family or set up my family for good if I only pushed myself a little bit harder. Do you ever worry about that? Just between, you know, us old married men, do you ever have concerns about the... The wealth your family might have. Taking another another drink and knocking it back. Hiccuping. Well, <clears throat> I uh, I don't know. I, I think I've done all right for myself. Don't you think? Look, I I reach over to like a table and grab like um it's like a like a letter seal. Look, mm -hmm. I even have I even have my own seal. My my shield has my sigil on it. I'm oh. uh, I've I've been a successful man i think very much no i think it's uh it's it's time to enjoy the fruits of one's labor uh, mm -hmm. you're ambitious and that's commendable but um your line of work maybe not so dangerous as mine of course everyone needs a chance to relax and he kicks his heels up on the table kick up their heels and really enjoy the things that they've done yeah i take another drink Slump back in my seat. I'm so proud of my daughter finding a 
man like you who's afraid of nothing, who can accomplish great deeds and set up his family for good. No, it is it is me who should be thankful. You've produced a, a beautiful daughter. <laughs> well, she gets it from her mother. God rest her soul. <laughs> I, I'm just a... Oh. Well, I'm just a man who never knows when to quit, I suppose. Even in my ripe old age, I still long for more. What do we say? One more drink, then, huh? Okay, one more. And All I'll, right. I'll one more, glass. and then I'll show you this drinking game I picked up on the Iron Coast. <laughs> so the Iron Coast. Uh, one more drink. Of course. I th wait, I think it's the Iron Ridge, not the... Doesn't matter. Another toast. Uh, and he's getting a little drunk now, too. You're both getting a little bit in your cups. And uh, you know, he goes my on about this to... expedition, but I think, you know... Yeah, my eyes start to grow heavy, and um, I think uh, at some point or another, I must pass out into unconsciousness in my chair. Alright. Uh, the party slowly draws to a close. You're probably not awake for the very last bit of it, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you finish up your affairs that you need in the next few days, and uh, then we go to the uh, ceremony where you are going to be granted lands, titles. Mm -hmm. um, what, what titles are you being granted, if any? I don't know. What would the, what would the, the title be if somebody was like, it's not Lord, is it? Like, if you're just in charge of a village, what, what would that well, make if, you? If the village belongs to you if you are running the village and you own the land then you would be a minor lord at that point yeah. i think up until now you've just been a knight and a noble but you you yeah. know people might call you lord as a an honorific you haven't quite earned um, yeah i think so my um my father and my older brothers probably own some villages as well mm -hmm. but i was too far down the line of succession to own any myself so whereas they might be minor lords already i've only ever been a knight right but now I've got my own. Uh, so, yeah. So a few days pass until the day comes for the ceremony in, where, in which you will be granted the village of Baron. Baron? Baron. Baron. So I've got my... Uh, I, I dress up for the occasion. There's going to be a feast at the, at the keep. Or is it... Uh... Yes. Um, there is a... There's a party. There's a ceremony and a party. Feast sure. is maybe a little bit too grand since it's a fairly small event going on here. So I've got my um, I, I, I wear my best clothes. So I've got like a, a tunic with my um, my family sigil on it, which mm -hmm. is a, a red lion on a green and white uh, shield. Mm. Uh, I'll, nice. I'll I'll post it in the in the chat if you want because it's. Do you actually have some art for it? Well, no, it's it's. Uh, it's just William Marshall sigil. <laughs> oh, the actual William Marshall sig sigil? Yeah. That you're stealing? <laughs> Maybe it's more like green and yellow. It's pretty cool. Let me take a look. Did you, where did you post it? Oh, I'll post it in, in our chat. There you go. Okay, let's take a look. Ooh, very nice. Like it. All yeah, right. It. So everyone's gathered around at this ceremony. Yeah, my uh, wife is here. I'm not sure if my kids would be, but my, my wife is, and um, Richard is mm -hmm. here as well, I think. Yeah, your kids are probably seated at the kids' table. I think there's probably a, a separate table. Uh, family's important in this day and age, and everyone needs to stick together and see how life 
will work. So your, your kids are off hanging out with the princess's kids and the kids of all the other families nearby at their own little mm -hmm. table, which has their own little hierarchy that we don't need to bother getting into. So this is a much uh, different William than was at the party of the night. Uh, when he's on official duty, and he would consider this official duties in the presence of the princess, he's much more quiet, reserved, uh, wouldn't drink much, if any at all. Uh, sort of just yeah, very re reserved and professional. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there speaking quietly with my wife and making small talk with the other people around the table, but not drinking too much, not drawing too much attention to myself. So there is like a, a piano over in the corner that a, a musician is playing on. Their servants bring around hors d'oeuvres. Everyone's uh, standing right now. And as uh, the party kind of progresses and dinner comes and everyone sits down and the servants bring out these large plates and it's all very uh, formal and proper and everyone's in their perfect attire. Uh, all mm -hmm. the lords nearby carry swords and have their coat of arms on them. Everyone's dressed to the nines and dinner gets you know, served. Uh, is there anyone in particular you want to be talking to during dinner? Are you, how are you behaving here? This is like your, your day in the sun, right? Yeah, I think because he, he's very modest and mm -hmm. probably not to um, you know, he's not gonna he, like I said, he doesn't feel, he doesn't like to sort of uh, come across as proud. Uh, so he's just very modest, and he'll, he'll speak to people if they make a uh, conversation with him, but it's very much asking questions about other people, like what are they up to, and he tries to divert the, the conversation away from himself most of the time. So, uh, most of the people around this table are of higher birth than William. Yeah, you're so pretty he, low on the noble chart, right? Yeah, so he doesn't want to be presumptuous, like he, like he feels like he works for these people. Right. Okay, so you're behaving quite well quite properly here yeah. and eventually the dinner calms down and the princess gives like a tapping of glass uh, her ring on a glass and everyone settles down uh, she stands up at the head of the table and begins to give a speech about how this loyal and brave kel william marshall has served her and her family for so long you know he helped way back when during the peasant rebellion uh, he, you know, stood by her side when her mother died and uh, Princess Sela had to take over. You've been here through all these wonderful things, and it's time that a man of your stature finally gets his just desserts. Uh, it's time for you to take a village of your own and, you know, really come into your own as, a, as not only a father, but as a knight and as a member of her council. Um, and there's, you know, a round of applause as she gives you, you know, these, you. A these accolades. She asks you to stand up and come over and stand next to her in a very similar proceeding to when you were knighted. She, you know, puts a sword on one shoulder and the other, grants you your titles, grants you the village of Baron, talks about how it's just to the southwest of Solwick in this nice little area. You know, the poor former lord died and having children and they needed a new person. Now, she couldn't think of anyone better than you to run this village um and there's you know a round of applause as the the sword goes back and forth the honors are given and you return to your seat yeah, i kiss uh, a hand walk back to my seat okay uh while you get down your wife from across the table calls honey would you like to give a speech 
I look around. Uh, is, is, there, is there much appetite for a speech? Yeah, there's some. I mean, this is this is your moment here. It would be quite appropriate okay. for you to say anything if you have any words. So I stand up. I uh, I look to the the princess and say, Princess Sella, uh, thank you so much. I I'm not sure I deserve this. This isn't why I aided you and your family. It was a question of loyalty, and all I've ever wanted is to secure this town and its people, and to secure your lineage and your family's lineage. And um, I'll be forever grateful for what you've done for me and my family and the future generations of, of my family. Thank you. And to all of you, thank you. And uh, I'll raise a, a glass and take a sip and sit back down. Glasses get raised, get clinked together with forks. Everyone takes a sip and sits back down. Uh, as you're just getting comfortable in your seat, the princess stands up again and says, <clears throat> and we have a second uh, announcement this evening. Uh, Kel Williams' father, I'm sure everyone knows Mr. Richard here, one of the great merchants of our area. <clears throat> Mr. Richard has offered to help finance our expedition to Caledonia, the frozen frontier to the south. And our very own and newly minted Lord Kel William has offered to lead the expedition. I, uh, drinking my wine as he says that almost after stop myself from spitting out in surprise and look wide-eyed towards uh, Richard, who's now standing next to the princess. Richard gives you a wink and stands next to the princess and says, well, we, we talked about it a bunch, and at first William said, no, no, I've got my family to think of, my wife, my daughter, I can't wait to spend time with him, but as the night drew on and we talked about the glories in the South to be found, the treasure... Uh, the honor he could bring to Princess Sella here and our little duchy here in Drekis of Solwick. Uh, well, he just couldn't turn it down. He's a, a man of too much honor and respect to leave his kingdom in a time of need. He volunteered very eagerly. Uh, William, stand up again. You're going to be our new commander on the expedition to Caledonia. Uh, I, I stand up. Slowly, uh, eyes looking ac across the crowd. Maybe there's a, a small round of applause. Mm -hmm. there, there is, everyone's I... surprised. Your wife's mouth is agape. Like, wait, this isn't... What, what's happening, huh? Is this a joke? Uh, and Princess Sella has you come back towards her again and says, So, um, I bet you didn't see this one coming, William. You're also going to be appointed the... Or promoted to the rank of captain. Uh, in addition to be made, being made a lord. Today is a wonderful day for you. Please kneel while I promote you to captain. And so I, I look over my shoulder at, at Richard again and, and kneel and drop my head. All right. Uh, she comes over and throws a sword on either end of your shoulder, promoting you to captain in the, the armed forces here. And uh, you know, a round of applause goes this time. Much more enthusiastic. You're going on this wonderful mission to, you know, find yeah. all this wealth for the glory of your queen, for your, well, for your empire and for your princess. Um, and then uh, Richard gets up and starts talking with the princess. But I think at this point, you're maybe a little bit too focused on what's just happened. Your wife scoots around to your side of the table and looks at you and goes, sweetie, what's going on? I thought we were retiring. I shake my head and say, we can talk about this later. I, I, I don't know how this has happened. But I, 
I have no choice. But I thought we were... Right, well... What about... We were going to make a son. I... I know. I know, my love. You're... You'll just have to keep my side of the bed warm. Your, your father says it will only be a year or two. When were you going to tell me about this? I, 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 this is the first I've heard. I told him no. I'm not sure what happened. L- let me go say something to him. I'm sure this is just... No, a con- no, no. This can no, just be... No, no, you can't. You can't. It's... If Sella, if, Sella, if the princess thinks that I am the man for the job and she thinks I've agreed, I can't go back on that now. I've got no choice. Uh, crestfallen, she kind of sits next to you in her father's seat. Uh, you are vaguely aware that you're being talked about by the princess and, and Richard, and then there's a round of applause and you can just kind of unconsciously stand to your feet to accept it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And the, the dinner slowly finishes up. At the end of it, you are called over to Princess Sella, and she proceeds to outline to you your, your mission and your duties. You are to gather a group of experts together to do this. Um, this is her first big change as High Princess of Solwick, and she wants it done right, but also at the same time, there's not a lot of funding for it. So you're going to have to have a, a small group with you. She says she has already sent a Captain Geneva Hughes or Captain Kel Geneva Hughes down to Caledonia with a few men, like 30 or mm-hmm. so, to build a fortress there and you know get a, a little stronghold going. You will be working with Captain Geneva Hughes to explore the area. She'll maintain the fortress, keep supplies going, keep a you know a, a foothold while you and your three men, she suggests, uh, travel out to see what can be found. Uh, you will both be the rank of captain. She'll be in charge of the fort. You'll be in charge of the expedition. When you're at the fort, you'll have to be underneath her, uh, command structure-wise. And she also hands you a letter... Um, it's un it's like sealed on the the letter on the on the actual page not like sealed close yeah. um that explains to whoever where do i have this written down uh it says to whom it may concern i high princess sella solwick have charged kel william marshall with the task of exploring the frozen wastes known as caldonia and recovering lost gold and relics all true and loyal subjects of Drekis and Solwick will provide Kel Marshall and his men with whatever aid and comfort they can spare. Signed, the High Princess Sella of Solwick. I take the letter off her, um, like kiss her hand. Mm-hmm. Princess Sella, it's a great honor. Thank you. Hmm. Well, I'm sure you are the man for the job. I have a couple of recommendations as far as people you can take with you, but the decision will ultimately be yours. Of course. I'd be happy to hear them. All right. Um, And then she'll, you know, you guys can talk about that sort of stuff off screen. We don't need to do it right now. And I think Mm -hmm. that's going to bring to a close William's prologue, unless there's some other detail I'm missing. The the final scene would just be um, William in in his bed with his his wife and his his two children. yeah. That night. And they're in tears as William's just finished explaining what he's got to do. Um, unconsolable. And eventually he, he gets them off to sleep and spends the night pacing around the house, ready to get to work in the morning. All right. 
Well, that is going to be it for our quick prologue with William here. Uh, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we will see how it is that William begins to recruit his people. So, see you guys on the other side of our break. Hey, hello, everybody, and welcome back to our Frozen Frontier prologue. So, I think we're just going to pick up the very next day. It is a, a bit of a cold, rainy day out in Solwick. Um, yeah. And Kel, Captain William Marshall is Captain uh, William Marshall. Well, that's so a true I've, mouthful. Yeah, I've I've spent the evening uh, pacing downstairs in my house as my family cry themselves to sleep upstairs. <laughs> and as I see the sun starting to rise over the horizon, I head to my armory and um, start to don my my chainmail, mm-hmm. get my longsword, my javelins, my daggers put everything in its sheaths and get my shield with my uh, my sigil on it and hoist it over my back ready for a you know a day at the office if you will and uh at first light head out the front door towards the keep all right you find yourself in front of the keep after a probably surprisingly short walk uh, here you are ready all for right. your first official duty so the um, the is there a gatekeeper or can I walk in? You can walk in. The, everyone knows who you are. Um, the gatekeeper just opens the door for you without anything, giving you like the you know, morning salute. Morning. Uh, I'll, I'll you know I'll I'll say hello to any of the men as mm-hmm. I pass. Uh, training in the yard, and where does the where does Ark Alatar reside? Ark Alatar has a basement room. Um, in the bottom of the keep. All right, I'm. Uh, I don't deal with this guy too much, but obviously he's been around for a while. He's the Princess Seller's wizard. Mm-hmm. So I will head to his chambers. I have some advice to ask of him. Sure. You find him in his chambers. Uh, the door is locked, as it always is. Um, seemingly, he's the only person who knows how to open it. Uh, he lets you in. The door gives you. <laughs> Uh, a comfortable chair to sit at. Ark Alatar, it's, uh, mm. it's good to see you. Welcome, Captain William. Ah, you've or heard of mine. do you prefer Lord William? Uh, there's no need. There's no need for that. You can just you can just call me William Alatar. Um, how much do you know of this this expedition? I heard quite a bit. You, the princess you... has informed me of it well in advance. I've learned only recently of your volunteering to head the expedition. Yes, well, it's a it's a great honor. Um, what do well, you make? Well, you seem quite jolly about it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. it's important that somebody. <laughs> yeah, less said about that, maybe the better. Uh, your, I'd be interested in your expertise and what I could expect to find down there. Well, I think the only thing you can expect is the snow and the unexpected. It's going to be quite cold. I hope you're ready to bring some fur boots and some earmuffs. Well, I've, I've ventured into the frozen wastes south of Solwick before. I, how much colder can it can it be? I'm sure it'll be fine. Mm. Do you... Uh, do light you... smile graces his face. Uh, do you think that there will be uh, monsters there? 
I believe so. Yes. Hmm. Well, I suppose I'll be put to some use then. Why? Why have you come to see me? Well, the the princess has charged me with creating my own team of explorers to accompany me in the expedition. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no shortage of great fighters in the city. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm wondering if you think a, a man of your talents would be of use to me in the expedition. Uh, a wizard, a warlock, a mage, uh, a witch. Whatever. I do believe a man of my talents would serve you very well down in the frozen wastes. But um, to be honest, I don't like the cold. And uh, it's a long tour of duty. And very far away from the comforts of home. And um, yeah. rather a miserable posting. So uh, let me recommend someone else to you. Yes, well, it's not for everybody, I, I suppose. No, no, only those brave enough to do so. Mm. You, you have a recommendation? Somebody in, in the town or somebody you've dealt with a friend? Well, let me see here. He leans back and starts thinking through his mind. Um... There's a, a whole slew of minor spellcasters around that could be of use to you. Um, what, what are you thinking you might be looking for more of? A... Uh, somebody, I, I think I can probably handle a, a fighting myself. Somebody who's maybe well knowledgeable, who can be trusted to mm. prov provide knowledge on what we find down there and uh, deal with any sort of arcane problems that come up. Well, if you're looking for someone who's experienced in the histories of the world, someone who understands arcanology more than throwing around fireballs, I, I do have a man in mind. Um, a bit of an odd duck. Well, uh, I... Not, not from around here. He's a Matavan. Matavan. Yes. He is Matavan, yes. I don't know how he escaped that strange corner of the world, but he's here in, in Solwick. Uh, he, he speaks with a, a funny accent. Uh, his name is Yoramir, I believe. Uh, Yaramir? I can never quite understand how he pronounces it. Is he to be trusted? I trust him. Well, I suppose that's good enough for me, then. Uh, where can I find this Yaramir so I may speak to him myself? Uh, let's see. I believe he lives... Does he live in town? I think he lives in town. Ah. Yaramir, you live in town? Sure, why not? Okay. He's a good place. Uh, he... Hmm. He gives you the description of Yaramir's home or where you can find him and then proceeds to tell you a little bit about Yaramir to give you just a, a little backstory on the person you're looking for. So, Greg, what do you what do you look like? Yaromir is a tall, very long person, gangly arms, but very thin. He do not he eats plenty, but never gains weight. It's it's very strange. For this reason, he's very weak. But uh, what can you do? Strong of mind, weak of body. Uh, he is dark skinned, very foreign but uh, has deep black tattoos running throughout his entire body, on his face, on his chest, his hands, his feet, everywhere. And uh, these tattoos, they swirl with arcane glyphs. Uh, he's a very strange person, deals in the occult, uh, is known to throw sticks and tell you your fortune. 
what else? Bit reclusive, likes to keep to himself, but does study with other uh, learned folks, always attempting to improve mind. Okay. So he describes this to you, this strange, very tall, dark-skinned fellow with all of these tattoos. He talks about how he's got these, like, markings on his face where it looks like his lips have been sewn together. And he's got these, like, circles around his eyes with spikes coming off of them and, like, a tattoo of a third eye on the middle of his forehead. And there's, like, icicles coming down from the side of his neck and, like, horizontal lines running up his throat. Um, Damn. Yeah. I, I've, I've maybe seen him around town then. It sounds like someone you you wouldn't forget. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Ah, I, I think I know the, the chap that you mean, Altar. I had no idea he was a wizard, though. I, well, what did I you think he was? A carny? Uh, just some foreigner, I thought. Mm. Strange well, land, we, uh, Batava. Yes, yes. We, we've had some workings together. He's uh, been quite useful to me. And I believe I to him. I don't know if I would like to spend two years with the man, but if you're looking for an expert on these materials and these things, I, he could be the man for the job. I'd much rather uh, I'm accompanied by men that can keep me alive and make the expedition a success than those who might be good company. Mm. This, uh, this Jaromir sounds, uh, sounds like he, he, he might be of use to me. I, I, I shall go and seek him out. Do you know where he lives? Yes, yes. He, down the lane, third house on the left. Or, Very well. Uh, uh, thank you, Alatar. If uh, if Jaramir doesn't work out, I'll be back for another recommendation if you've got one. Of uh, course. I'll, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll try to drum something up. I'll leave you to your studies then. Well, uh, good day. Good day. I'll uh, climb out of the basement, up the stairs, walk out from the keep. Uh, not to the men again, and walk mm -hmm. through the gate back into the city. Okay. So he lives in town, but like at the very edge of town. Like the town has a wall around it, and then the town has kind of spilled out beyond that. So he lives in the outside of the wall, kind of way off in the boonies. In you know, it's its own sub region of the area. Sure. Uh, you Typical make your way. Crazy place. Yeah, you make your way through the walls on this rainy day. Uh, it's just kind of miserable all around you. Get to this kind of outlying village section, and um, you know that the streets aren't marked. He said he was, you know, on the lane, but everything here is something or other lane, something or other avenue. Um, and you're just a little bit lost as to where this guy might actually live. Okay. Well, I need to find him, so I will spend as much time as it takes walking up and down around this strange place. I guess I'll follow the path mm -hmm. to wherever it ends, assuming that the house is going to be on the lane at some point. Yeah, I mean, but there's, you know, crisscrossing lanes uh, uh, all right. around. Yeah, uh, I'm sure so one look, of the locals might know where he is. Yeah, I, lo I look around, though. Do any of the houses look particularly strange? Like, is the, They all look out? like the same okay. sort of commoner shack. Alright, then I will go and, uh, realizing that I'm lost, I'll head to the nearest house and, uh, politely knock on the door. Okay. Uh, the door opens. A uh, young woman answers it. She sees you with your you know, armor and your sigils and everything out in the rain, kind of soaked all the way through. Gives a, a deep bow and opens the door, uh, motioning for you to come in. Says, come in, my lord. Come in, come in. Uh, what what can I do for you? I, uh, I take a moment to, to sort of 
like push my hair back out the rain out of it mm-hmm. and sit down um i'm looking for uh, a man i think he lives around these parts uh, a strange fellow a foreigner dark skin and tattoos jaramir do you do you perhaps know where he resides she's like mid pouring you a glass of wine uh, and stops and looks at you oh my has something happened has someone turned up dead no no why well what do you know of this fellow Oh, he's strange man from far away, covered in all sorts of hideous tattoos. I, I once saw him with his shirt off while he was plucking something, weeds from his yard, or maybe he was burying the bones of a small child. I, I don't know, but he had a, a large tattoo skulled right, a, 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 a skull tattoo right over his heart. Wow. He's, I think well, he's some sort of necromancer. Are, are you here to get rid of him? I'm here to, to speak to him and find out what he's up to, but uh, you shouldn't be so quick to judge others different to yourself. Uh, there can be great good found in the heart of a foreigner. Even when that heart has a skull over it? Perhaps not. Maybe you are right. I will uh, I will be cautious. I, uh, mm. Thank you for the wine, but I must... Uh, of course. Uh, I, 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 uh, Bobby, little Bobby, come here. Uh, Bobby, this is l- uh, Lord... Marshall. Marshall. Uh, he needs to go see Yaromir. Would you show him the way? And little Bobby looks at you with terror, but, <laughs> but nods. Um, Thank you, child. Okay. She sends little Bobby to lead you to Yaromir's house, which is, you know, a couple lanes over and down an alley or whatever. Um, and the, the kid takes you through the rain, splashing in puddles as you go. It's kind of a, a quiet day out in the streets. No one's coming out into this drizzle. Uh, it's a weekend, yeah. so you know, no one has anything to do anyway. Um, and then the kid, not even approaching the house, points from a few hundred feet away uh, to this strange little house. What, what, how would you describe your domicile? Uh, I think the domicile itself on the exterior doesn't look all that strange. I'm probably renting. Right. Uh, it, right. It probably looks like anybody else's is house just from the exterior. Um, apparently, I spent some time shirtless weeding to, you know, really get <laughs> the locals on my side. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think from the exterior, it just kind of looks like a, a moderately kept, um, just just you know, moderately kept uh, uh, peasant house. Um, perhaps in the interior, it might be a little different, but okay. So, right. I, um, so he points to this totally regular house with a small garden out front um, yeah. and goes, that's I, the one, my lord, that's the one. This is where Jaramir lives. He nods enthusiastically. I kneel down, uh, pull out a copper piece and put it in his hand. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Bobby. You, you return to your mother. He nods. Um, and kind of walks backwards a little bit, but he kind of keeps watching you. He just like walks back down the street, waiting to see what's going to happen when this big, impressive knight goes and talks to this scary wizard. <gasps> All right, that's so a generous uh, copper piece, though. Yeah, really yeah. makes me day. <laughs> <laughs> I figure it doesn't take as much gold to make people like William as it did to like Malachi. Yeah. Uh, so I, I then, I seeing that the kid wants to to watch. Uh, I think about shooing him, but then uh, I'll turn around and walk towards the, the house, and um, I check my I check my sword on my um in my sheath. I, I don't pull it out, but I just make sure that it's not stuck. 
It's there. It slides easily. Mm-hmm. All right. And I go and knock on the door. All right. Um, after after a moment or two, the, the door kind of slides open. Uh, and you get your kind of first look at me in, like, my... I always wear a robe. And I have this thin, spindly person just kind of disappears into the folds of the robe, right? I have these, like, very narrow, thin wrists kind of poking out. Uh, mm-hmm. But my face has these slate gray eyes that just kind of peer out very... Very strongly, there's there's intelligence behind them, and you get the full view of my tattooed face with the third eye and the sewn-together lips and rings and just all kinds of crazy tattoos. Um, you'll notice that I'm completely bald, and they go up around my head and everything. Uh, right. And they kind of look at you and say, Ah, welcome to my uh, home. Uh, what? I have not seen you here before. Uh, do you need fortune red? I have sticks ready. Yaramio, yeah, my name is Captain William Marshall. I, w- I work for the princess. Ah. Eh, you wish to know if you have luck with princess. Come, Yeromir will tell you. Come, no. like, open the door wider. Um, and you can see inside of, of this is this giant room where there are like mirrors and shiny pieces of silver kind of everywhere. Um, and there's a kind of a mat, kind of like someone would like kneel and pray at a, a very Eastern mat in the center. But all of these mirrors are positioned in ways where you could see every side of yourself if you were to stand there. Um, the, the, uh, other than that, the, the furnishing is very sparse. Um, and there are just this pile of intricately carved uh, casting sticks next to the, the mat. Um, as, as you say that about the princess, I, uh, I put a hand on your, on your shoulder and say, you shouldn't speak of the princess in that way, Yaramir, if we are to get up. Do not worry. Do not worry. Yeromir come from place where women have high power. He is very respectfully men. Well, perhaps you can tell me more about that one day. But uh, for now, uh, we have business to talk. Can I come in? Oh, of course, of course. Come. I I will prepare second cushion. I I look Uh, around. And I I walk off and find another little kind of like mat and set it next to the one that was in the center of the room. Okay. Uh, tell me, do do you like uh, tea, or uh, perhaps uh, you wish something stronger? I have vodka. <laughs> uh, tea will be tea will be fine. Excellent. I will make you excellent herbal tea. Just uh, give a moment. Uh, so, can you describe the inside of your house a little bit? Is there like a fireplace? Is there? Yeah, very, very, very sparsely furnished. Uh, the center is kind of these mirrors. There's probably a small cove, like coal, like stove in one corner with uh, a few. Uh, just like a few just dishes set on shelves near it, probably enough for maybe at most two or three people. Um, it's very sparsely decorated. There's a there's a small kind of cot on a different corner of the wall. Uh, there's a small chest uh, in in a, in next to it that uh, is probably open. It's probably not locked. Uh, you can see that there are kind of uh, strange pieces of of different spell components in there. Um, I don't know if you would recognize them as such, but there's there's bugs in a bottle and, like, moss and, like, mm. dust and just all kinds of odd things in this small kind of foot chest. Uh, but mostly this, this room, this inside of this, like, peasant's home has been turned into a large kind of, like, mirror room where you can see yourself. If you sit where I positioned the <clears throat> mat, like, you could see pretty much every angle of yourself from here. All right, so as you go off to get the the tea, I, uh, I start looking around, and uh, I find myself looking into the mirror, looking at the lines on my face. 
realizing that I'm getting old, and I um, I take my sword off and place it on the floor, and then uh, carefully like lower myself down to to sit on one of these cushions. Okay. The rain is loud on the roof of the house. The fireplace keeps you warm, and its crackles you know, give atmosphere to the room. Uh, Yaramir? Uh, I, I finish, there's, I just kind of boil a, a pot of tea um, and uh, pour it over some, some dried herbs uh, and uh, look at you. Do you take yours with kick or no? No, no kick. Thank okay. you. Okay, more kick for me. Uh, and uh, then I hand you a, a single kind of like stone mug with uh, piping hot tea. And I kind of fold myself into that like Indian style sitting position across from you on a mat. And say, so, uh, you have uh, business with Yaromir. Uh, do you wish fortune red? Is usual business I find these days. No, not, not quite. I've been, like I said, I, I work for the princess. And I, uh, I've spoken to Ark Alatar. Do you know him? Uh, indeed, yes. Uh, Mr. Alatar is a friend. We uh, occasionally do research together. One of yeah. few wizards who appreciates... Uh, Open perspective. <laughs> well, uh, he, you come highly recommended from him, Yaromir. Ah. I, I have a, well, a, a quest, I suppose you would say, and I'm in, in the market for uh, capable fellows. In, in your case, I'm looking for someone who might be well read on histories and provide perspective on arcane problems that may come up in my, my quest. Hmm. Your uh, your local history is uh, not uh, not so good. Uh, my my knowledge of history comes from other places. However, if you look for archaeologist, uh, you come to the right person. Uh, he kind of like shows you his arms and makes note of his tattoos. He says, "I have been around the arcane my whole life. Uh, he's he's a." passion of mine to know all that I can. Well, uh, bear in mind, my views do not uh, line up with the school and some learned wizards dislike what I have say. Well, I figure that uh, what we're doing and where I'll be going and hopefully where you can help me, uh, most learned wizards probably wouldn't go there, so mm. that's your strange perspective may offer some guidance but let me let me get to the point uh, how well do you know geography do you have a map geography is person i do not know no 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 geography do you do you have a map of the of the kingdom uh no uh, this kingdom no i have a map of a place i'd like to visit one day uh, cuba also, have heard of strange place overseen on a solemn. I have weird map here, but uh, of this kingdom, no, no map. Okay. Well, uh, do you have some? Well, to the south of Drakus, uh, if you if you go south from Solwick, uh, the ground turns to ice, and it gets cold. Yes. Uh, yes, indeed. I have attempted to go into this uh, icy habitat occasionally for. Uh, uh, research, we'll say. Right. Well, um, across the sea from there, uh, the continent of Caldonia, do you, do you know of it? Mm, I have, uh, in my research, I have heard whispers of a strange place, uh, abandoned by gods, frozen in time, yes. 
Uh, do you right. seek an expedition to this place? Indeed, the, the princess is funding an expedition uh, from the crown, the, the crown's uh, treasury, and I will be leading the expedition. And I'm looking for a, a team of capable individuals to help me I'm, in my expedition. I, you come highly recommended, Yaramir, and you seem you seem like a strange type. No offense, strange round here. Most probably not first time I've heard this. I, I, I'm I'm sure. Uh, most wouldn't think twice about going there. Uh, it's surely dangerous, and I expect it to be uh, quite cold indeed. Um, what say you? Are you are you interested? I'm I'm told there is great knowledge lost down there from the mm. ancient kingdoms. Wealth as well. I kind of steeple my fingers in front of my face and kind of stare at you for a few moments and say. Well, yes, uh, I always seek new avenues of knowledge. Uh, potential lost knowledges of ancient times may help uh, further my understanding. Oh, I'll be straight. Be convinced. Uh, tell me more of expedition. Uh, what is uh, what is goal? Uh, obviously, princess not as uh, interested in lost knowledge as most, I would assume. No. Well, uh, there's many motivations, I think, that makes it a, a profitable endeavor. Um, there's, there's surely great wealth there from the lost cities. There's surely great knowledge. And if the land can be tamed and uh, farmed, then perhaps we can expand the kingdom's borders as well. Mm. There, there is a, a, a captain, a lady by the name of Geneva Hughes. She is leading... Uh, a group of settlers down there to build a fort and set up a, a stronghold. Ah, so she, Geneva is your master, I see. I am familiar with dynamic. Um, quite well. Uh, it's, it's, it's not quite that straightforward. Uh, I'll be running my expedition from Captain Geneva's fort, uh, but I will, I share the rank of captain and my expedition will be a, a separate entity to has in the structure of command. Uh, it's it's politics and it's not... Maybe you shouldn't worry about it. Well, okay. Is is not a problem. I have a further question. Is no one concerned about the wrath of gods as you go to south? This continent lost uh, for many years is rumored to be spited and cursed by devilish beings beyond your understanding. <clears throat> I'm sure there are a great many dangers, but if Princess Sela, with Ark Alatar's wisdom, deems it safe and a worthwhile endeavor, then I shall go. Mm, a brave man to spit in eye of Martha. I approve. I too wish to spit in eye of Martha. Well, let's not get carried away here. I'm just doing... I'm serving my duty to my my leash. Mm. As you will be too. I have thrown off chains. I do not have liege. We'll not have further liege. Perhaps not. But um, you must still pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you still owe Princess Sella for your, your continued safety from the... <laughs> The wrath of the monsters outside of the city limits. I filled out 1040 in complete and triplicate. It will take you. <laughs> <Taking care. laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> I'm no accountant. Merely a, merely a fighter. <clears throat> but are you convinced, Yaramir? Mm. Yes, it is, this is... This is intriguing to me. I, I would be very happy to to see this new continent. Uh, I have learned a great deal from this country. Perhaps it's time to expand my research and my mind further. Mm. Very, very well. I have a request of you, uh, Captain. There is place in Bull Run, a long river. I have heard uh, there lies an interesting aspect of magic. Uh, I went to find, uh, but unfortunately, vicious beast guards place. Uh, a few small, wicked knives. Is not place uh, small thin Yeromir wishes to go alone. Uh, perhaps uh, before. Before we depart this place, uh, you could help me find what I am looking for there? Uh, you know that I'm not some servant that you can order around, Yaramir. No, but uh, perhaps uh, his favor will owe you reading in future, or will read other favor. I suppose I can help you kill some goblins, kobolds. No, I am uncertain. A small, snouty, little bit of scale, little bit of fur, have long knives. I dislike them. I suppose I'd only have to kill them at some point anyway. Very well. I sh if it's not too far, I shall accompany you there now. But time well, is of at once. great well, importance. Let me finish. Tea is important. I will grab preparations <clears throat> from... Uh, from box. Are you sure you do not wish Omen Red? We can do this now. No, I think. Um, why don't we save it for the for the, the trip across the sea? All right, all right. Is is good. I can I can read many fortunes on boat. Perhaps make small fortune of my own. Um, good, good. Uh, I go to the box and I begin pulling out um, all kinds of fun little trinkets. <clears throat> I pull out a, a tiny bell and a piece of silver wire and some phosphorescent moss and just begin stuffing it in little, like, ringlets in this, like, draping cloak over me um, and, and get ready to, to go go down the bow, the bow, the bound, the bone run. All right. Bone run. So what I, is I... it in bone run? Um, he has come across rumors of a cave that has um, written glyphic magic in it. Um, and through his research in the library of Solwick, he has located the cave in question. But when he tried to go there, he was turned back by little beasts that uh, he didn't feel like taking down on his own. Okay. So I will slowly get to my feet, uh, pick up my sword, put it back on my belt and uh, head out back into the daylight. Uh, back out into the rain. All right. Ah, rain. Yeah. Uh, the door opens, and you guys head out into the rain outside. So, Yaramir, what is it we're looking for? Oh, is uh, a long river. Is old cave that was carved out by men before formation of Solwick. 
a learn about in library in Pernices. Uh, and also have asked around here, been uh, taken by hunters around town. Uh, is a uh, dug underneath land that we stand on, but uh, is still above river. Only ah. flood little bit, not not large flooding, only small flood. And uh, there are little beasts inside, nasty. They shh at me, and I do not like. Uh, uh. They are uh, vicious creatures, kobolds, if that's what they are. Well, they're, uh, they're a problem for the town uh, in many locations, and I, it's probably best that I kill these things anyway, so let's go. Excellent. But uh, what, what are you looking for there? Uh, inside of cave is rumor that uh, our glyphs, uh, they are written before uh, magic... A tower was created here before wizards learned from book. Uh, I wish to study it, maybe take it with me, create Etch-A-Sketch. Uh, it perhaps would help me further my own understanding of where and how these things on my body were made. You didn't do that yourself? No. No. Although I would. These tattoos be bitching, no? <laughs> Perhaps this will be a uh, good practice for what comes ahead. And uh, we trudge through the rain. All right, you guys trudge through the rain, leaving Solik behind. You find Bone Run, the river that runs through or around Solik, and head. I'm thinking you're headed southeast down it. Yes, going southeast. Probably, probably a, a few hours ride. Um, I'm thinking it's probably not right next to town. Mm-hmm. Solwick probably was originally a um, like it, it's a city that grew from a from a village that was around here, but mm-hmm. probably migrated to a more useful spot as the population grew. So this is probably you know a day's or so ride away into like old old Solwick, like centuries past Solwick. Excellent. Do you have a, Do you have a horse? No, I, I own uh, no animal of burden. If it's a if it's a day away, then I'll I'll take my horse. Okay. Uh, okay. You guys Do can you mount mind up. If I ride, bitch. Um. Nah, you look quite heavy. <laughs> <laughs> really, it is good. I have been eating much herb, trying to put on extra weight. It's we very can... difficult for me to put on the weight. Well, we can we can try. If the horse gets tired, though, I'll just walk at a slower pace. Excellent. I like get on and like hug you around your waist and put my like head on your shoulder. Like, oh, this is will be much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, you guys make your way to the riverside cave, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a cave. Um, and it's it's kind of hidden by the river. It's been dug kind of down into alongside of the of the river. Mm-hmm. Probably a little bit partially flooded. Okay. Well, uh, here you are at the river, uh, and here you are at the cave. All, All right. right. Look, if you look over here, uh, William, you see opening is is a bit hidden, but you can see it next to bank. If we go down there, it's very dark. Fortunately yeah. for you. I have abilities to make it not dark, but uh, vicious beasts in there. 
Okay, well, uh, let me just tile my horse. I'll, I'll, I tie my war horse up to a tree, and um, I, I try and get a look into, into the cave. Can I, can I see into the cave from You're from gonna here? have to walk into the river to get into the cave, I think. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah it's yeah. probably an entrance through the river. Is the river deep? Um, you'll have to find out. <laughs> You're probably gonna be wading up to your knees at least. <laughs> can you, uh, can you illuminate more. it from here, Yaramir? Um, yes, yes, in, in fact I can. Perhaps it's better if uh, we illuminate stone or something so we can take with us. Uh, but uh, yes, yes, I can illuminate for many feet. All right, however it works, uh, see if you can't get me some line of sight on these things, and I'll, I'll take a javelin from my back and jump down into the river. Excellent. So I begin, I, I kind of like put my arms up, and I take out uh, some phosphorescent moss and begin rolling it between my hands um, and chanting some strange words. And I begin drawing with the moss this long symbol uh, through the air. Um, <coughs> if you're if you're paying attention, you might notice it's a it's very similar to a tattoo you saw on my shoulder. I'm kind of drawing these like small spikes coming off one in each direction from a central point. Uh, and I cast light into the cave. And I guess in 2e, I can cast it in just an area. Mm -hmm. uh, so it goes its max distance of 60 yards into the cave and then illuminates a 20-foot globe. All right. I should be closer than 60 yards, though. Sure. Yeah. All right. So I, uh, I, I'm like wading through the river as All this right. happens. Yes, you guys make it uh, into the cave, out of the rain. Uh, it's kind of dripping water all around you, maybe dripping on you a little bit, but it's a, lighter than the rain from outside. Uh, as Yoramir said, water kind of floods the cave a little bit. And uh, here you guys are in this well-lit, if somewhat damp and cold cave. I'll put my, uh, my javelin away and draw my sword. So where are these where are these kobolds, Yaramir? Last like time when I entered, they, they took them some time. But as I was crawling along wall, finding glyph, uh, I heard hissing and turned around. Uh, they had come and were behind me. Fortunately, right. I had be the force I could throw them and made them escape. Well, you find your your glyphs, and I'll uh, I'll make sure no kobolds bother us. Excellent, excellent. Uh, we'll do exactly that. Um, and I begin kind of walking through the cave uh, along the wall, uh, attempting to find the, the symbology I was looking for. Okay. As you enter the cave, the sounds of the river begin to fade until it's just the dripping of water from the ceiling and your footsteps echoing down the natural cavern walls. You go inside the cave a few hundred feet until you find these glyphs like the ones you saw last time. The ground at your feet is now stone with a little bit of dirt on the side. Uh, and the cave seems to split into multiple paths, but some of them are actually more of like large columns and they're single chambers. And it, the layout of the cave is confusing and difficult. The light from the light spell only dimly reaches out to here uh, and throws large shadows kind of all over the place. So if this is where Yaramir can look at the glyph, I'll just stand guard here and wait. If anything comes down one of these tunnels, I'll fight it. But just standing guard. Okay. 
Uh, I spend some time kind of uh, just in observance of it, and uh, I take out a kind of a thin sheet of paper, um, and uh, I, I take some like mud from the ground or some dirt, and uh, I lay it against the kind of carving and, and begin making that kind of sketch of the of the glyph on the paper. Um, and uh, as I as I do this, making sure to take care that it actually does match. Um, and then kind of uh, as I finish doing that, I'll begin looking deeper for, for more of these, right? Perhaps there are these branching paths that need to be, right. <clears throat> need to be okay. found. If the light spell doesn't extend out here, I'll light my lantern and hand it to, to oh, Yaramir. Excellent. This is, this is very handy. Thank you. Keep, uh, keep the light ahead of me and I'll start, uh, you know, skulking down the corridors. Okay. Clear this place out. All right. So um, as the light gets passed over to you, you sure enough hear the, the squeaking sound of some sort of creatures whispering, some sort of small creatures whispering in the distance. And taking a few steps forward off of this rocky ledge and into the soft earth, you see what looks to be a pack of four kobolds, these strange diminutive canine bipedal creatures with short brown fur, each one carrying a crude wooden javelin tipped with some sort of stone head. These are beasts. These ones here. All right. I, they I worry my, greatly. I put my shield up and start to walk towards them, trying to block the javelin throws if they throw them. Okay. And I think it is this point where maybe Nick should roll initiative with the kobolds. I think Greg is probably uh, inspecting the runes and doing his thing, and this is why William's brought along. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Okay. Twelve. All right. There is a quadro of these little creatures. Um, mm -hmm. You rolled a twelve. Why did twelve not show? Ah, there is twelve. Um, Okay, so the kobolds go first, or some of them go first at least, and they hurl their little javelins at you. Three of them toss with a three, an eight, and a fifteen to hit. Nope. Nope. My shield blocks uh, the one that gish. hits my uh, frame, but the other two go wide, I guess. Gish, gish, gish. Uh, they fall to the ground, one of them clattering off of your shield, and it is your turn. All right, I will just... Um... Attack the, the first kobold with my sword, then. Okay. You little bastards. Make your right. way to it quite easily. Do I get a plus one for height advantage? No. Okay. <laughs> 21. Uh, that is sure enough a hit. Alright. The no, max 4 HP character <laughs> dies instantly as your sword rips it in half. Um, the last kobold her, uh, plunges his spear at you again, or plunges his spear at you for the first time with a four to hit, which is a complete and utter miss, and we roll initiative. Kobolds, eh? Kobolds. All right. Uh, all the kobolds go first this time, and they quickly surround you. So you've got one on your front, one on your side, and one at your back. Okay. Um, front side back. The front rolls an 11. The side uh, rolls a 16. 
Would I get uh, my shield on that side or not? Let's see. Why don't you roll me a d6 on a 1, he's on the shield side. On 2, he... Or, 1 through 3, he's on shield side. 4 through 6, he's on non-shield side. Non-shield. Non so that would be it. I've got 15 AC then, so that would be okay. a hit. Plus so 1 this... for flank, so I think he's hit me. Yeah. Uh, he stabs you in the side for 3 points of damage. And okay. the one in the back rolls a 2. Alright, I uh, let out a grunt of pain. And uh, I get 2 attacks this round, right? Yep. Oh man, fires. 13. 13's a strike. Uh, which Eight. kills the 4 HP kobold. Yep. And a 6. And a, a 6 miss. is a swing and a miss, but the kobolds have had their numbers cut in half, and they're they're done. They break, and they run back further into the cave. Attack of opportunity? You get up to 3. Oh, wow. Because you're a fighter. 20. 20. It's a hit. Uh, for 13. Oh, dear God. Uh, and... Actually, plus, plus 6, right, because it's back attack. Yeah. 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, right. you wreck the, the four little kobolds that came out to meet you. Um, <clears throat> some of them make it a few feet away uh, before they get cut down by your... Is it a longsword or an arming sword that you're using? I I, I think it's an arming sword, right? They just the, That's what you call longswords, isn't it? Sure. Uh, you can re-skin it as any other blade if you'd like. So it can Just be a long yeah, sword, but the, the stat block is arming sword. Yeah, long sword. Okay, cool. The kobolds are gone no more, here no more, and uh, I think Greg can finish up, or Yaromir can finish up his investigations of these runes in relative peace. There's probably okay, yeah. more kobolds back in that cave, but these ones have at least stopped for now. Hmm. So I'll just uh, go back to guarding. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll maybe I'll, you know, he's using the lantern, isn't he? So I'll I'll just wait. Okay. Um, yep. You can finish up the inspection of these runes. What do they tell you, Yaromir? Um, I I begin comparing them to the the tattoos I have on my body and trying to like I'm holding them up or holding my own body up and looking at the lantern and I, I'm looking at their shape and their their creation. Um, and what they, what they tell me it varies from, from rune to rune. Um, but I come to realize that they do not match what I have. It's mm. some kind of other hieroglyphic is at work. And so I, I take the sketches and I'm a little disappointed, uh, that for whatever reason, these, these don't match what, whatever I have, but perhaps there are keys in here. There's some, um, some further truth I can glean from them. So they, they go, they go with me in, into these, I, I make these sketches of them and I will, I will continue their study and, and find why they were made and what they represent as opposed to these arcane spells that seem to swirl around my body. Okay. Well, the task completed, you guys can head out uh, back to town, and I think the deal is struck, and Yaromir is now officially part of the expedition. So I tell him um, I still need to gather the rest of our party. It should be uh, a week or so before I manage to fill the slots, and then we'll be chartering a ship to head down there. I'll, uh, I'll come and knock for you when we are departing the next day. Mm. Excellent. I... Please, I look forward to your... Uh... Your knock. Prepare yourselves, Yaramir. It will be cold down there. It's best advised to bring warm clothes. Oh, I will need I will need warm clothes. Yes. Is the uh, expedition uh, capable of providing some uh, 
Motava is place of warmth. Most. I, I, yes, I will. Um, I'll have, I'll have a young, um, a servant of the the, the keep bring you some gold. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I will, I will purchase uh, warmth uh, for expedition. Uh, we'll be ready when you call. I look well. forward to uh, finding the hidden and obscene. It's good, good to meet you. Uh, Yaramir, I, I shake his hand and um, head off back. I give to you the... that like double classed one and hold on too long. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I believe that is that for this segment. So we're going to go to our break, and when we come back, we will be uh, taking a look at the next party member and how they get recruited into this. So see you guys in a little bit. Bye bye. Bye. Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. So, um. Nick, Kel, William. Yeah, so let's let's pick back up just as um, William's walking back into the keep after dropping off Yaramir after their little adventure. And uh, I head back through the gates and mm-hmm. spot the, the captain of the guard, whose name is... That's a good question. Yep. Should have probably figured this out earlier. Francis. Francis. Tyrus Fellows? Tyrus Fellows? No. <laughs> no. But he could be Byrus Tellos. Byrus Tellos, okay. So I spot Byrus Tellos, the captain of the guard, uh, hanging around in the yard. And uh, I, letting out a sigh, like, walk up to him. Ah, Byrus, it's, it's good to see you. How's your day? Could be better. The rain could let up. Yeah, it's been raining for two days. That, that wizard had me just wandering around down the uh, down the river looking for some cave. Mm, some wizard sends you off into a cave again? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to recruit my my team for the expedition. And Alatar recommended this uh, this Yaramir fellow. He came from Matava. So. Mm. Strange guy, but uh, yeah, he, I think he's going to come along. I'm, I'm hopeful. Hmm. Hmm. Well, how are things going for the expedition? Well, he's my first recruit. Uh, I'm a little bit worried, though. I, I, the weather in Matava is not exactly cold, and uh, I'm not sure how he's going to handle handle it down there on Caldonia. I'm sure it's going to be horrendous. Temperature. Have you spent much time in the Frostlands? I mean, I've I've been down there to kill some monsters every now and again, but I can't say that I'm uh, well experienced enough in in dealing with such an extreme environment. Perhaps it would be useful to have an expert on that. Hmm. There's a... I don't know its name, but rumor... Well, I shouldn't say rumor. There's a a half-elf that lives out in the Frostlands... Uh, well away from everyone else. Strange oh. little creature. You think he? Well, he lives. He lives down there in the in the ice. He, she. I'm not quite sure what it is. Uh, but yes, lives down there in the icy areas. Uh, a bit of a troublemaker of sorts, I guess you could say. Maybe he's crazy enough to come along and. Would Perhaps. be useful to have someone who uh, understands the dangers of the cold. 
Uh, do, mm. do you know any any more about where he lives, or anyone that might know him better? I think it's a girl. I think oh. it's a woman. Okay. Um, hmm. Let's see. There's been... I remember a report... Let me see if I can dig it up. Come inside. Get away from the rain for a moment here. He leads you into Thank his little guardhouse. Thank you, Or a, a little shelter. Uh, and starts flipping through some old logs. And goes, yeah, yes, here we go. There was a dispute with a half-elf... No, you're right, a man. Uh, some months back. Pulled two swords on some of our soldiers that were down there. Looking into something. Pe peacefully resolved. No problems, but... Uh, fearsome little beast. Hmm. Sounds like he might be perfect. I suppose. Although, I don't know if you want the sort of person who would draw weapons on royal guards, royal soldiers. Well, let's be honest here. The, um, the rules of the city and the kingdom might be a benefit to us here, but where we're going, uh, maybe a little bit of wildness hmm. could be helpful. Fair enough. Well, uh... Does it, does it make mention of where he lives? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the dispute. The guard stepped onto his land, and he didn't take uh. too kindly to that. Uh, shows you the entry, and gives a description of the area. Uh, the nearby village, and then further to the south of the village, further out in the Frostlands, there is this little property with this little, uh... Where, where do you live, Sean? Uh, that's a, so when I was looking at that map, the, the lake itself, I was like, okay, that lake is probably deadly. Uh, yeah, uh, you probably don't live anywhere near Cinder Spring. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, let me actually pull it up really fast. I doubt you would live below the tree line or south of the tree line. It's probably Maybe not much not. south of the tree line to actually. Yeah, like I'm probably like as far south as I can get while still keeping wildlife there, because I think my subsistence method is you know hunting whatever lives okay. in that region. There's like a, a cluster of four round trees directly below Solwick, so you're probably somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah I right think that's as far from civilization as you can get and still survive. Okay. All right. So I take note of that and uh, plot out a path. To get there, how's it? How long is it going to look like? It'll be like a couple of days, or um, it probably looks like a day. Okay, so um, I will. Um, I I thank Byrus Tellers, <laughs> and I head to. God, the... he's not going to be a reoccurring NPC. <laughs> <laughs> I head to a, a tailor's or something like that. I'm going to try and buy some uh, some furs for the journey. Sure. Yeah, you get set up with the appropriate clothes. You can take it from the money that you've spent on your... that you've been yeah, given so to run this expedition. I buy what I buy, so a heavy cloak, a leather jacket, some leather boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, and I think it you head out expecting it to be a day-long journey, and it probably ends, being, ends up being a day and a half, or maybe even two days to get there. The snow proves a lot more cumbersome than you were expecting, but at least the rain has stopped. Yeah, I'm, am I on my horse? Yeah, you're on your horse, and there are areas where you have to walk your horse because the snow gets kind of deep and your horse is missing steps, and uh, that, that's what's slowing you down here is the, the depth of the snow and your horse's unsuredness about it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm worried about the, the temperature affecting my horse, and I'm conscious of the fact that the horse isn't actually providing me much mobility bonus Yeah. down here, and I, I think that maybe perhaps horses won't be of much use when we get to the expedition. I'm trying to get used to the idea of being cold. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on a lookout for like a cave or somewhere where I can 
if I've got to sleep for the night, uh, I don't want the horse to freeze to death. Right. Um, eventually, you make your way to this place. Uh, could you give us a description of it? Is it a log cabin? Is it a little lean-to? Um, Is it a cave? Do elves cut down trees? If you not, probably, probably don't really like know. A... I think, like, as a half-elf, well, okay, you're so disconnected from I, elven I was, tradition I, I somewhat. Oh, sorry, I haven't sent this to you yet. But, um, <laughs> I, I had my characters, like, raised by his, uh, his mom, who was elven. Okay. And I, part of the reason, like, he speaks elven and knows all this elven history is that she tried to, like, impart elven culture and history on him. And then kind of left when he was about, like, 13 or 14. Okay. So, the elves back in the homeland, then, would mm-hmm. use time technique and magic to shape living things into the shapes that they want. Okay. Um, you don't have that luxury of time. <laughs> or, or I, I magic. probably just cut down some trees you, then. Yeah, you probably just cut down trees. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, he might just go for uh, he might just go for a cave, but honestly, like, cave isn't really worthwhile to live in for, like, 15 years. Yeah, it's kind of a so shame. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll just go for a log cabin. Alright, so coming through the Frostlands, you find this log cabin uh, sheltered by a few trees, there's some signs of habitation. Maybe a, a fence around the yard. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, and I think maybe you probably don't see anyone outside of it. But you inside probably have a good view of whoever's coming to your land, and you can see this this man. He's what, like six four, six one, six four, six four. Huge guy, bulging muscles chainmail, leading a horse. He's got a big heavy fur cloak. He's got a sigil embroidered on his chest and a shield hanging off of the side of the horse. A uh, sword at his side. And there's nothing around except for your little domicile. And he's headed right for it. Okay, so I probably, like, grab my weapons. Like, my, my two swords and have them strapped to my waist pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, I grab my bow, string it, and walk outside with, uh, with an arrow knocked and just say, That's far enough, human! Hail, stranger. I thought I resolved the dispute with the guards. Last time they stepped foot on my lands, we managed to resolve things peacefully. Why do you disturb me so? I am from Solwick indeed, but I am not here to uh, cause dispute with you. I'm, uh, I'm afraid I'm not as accustomed to the cold as yourself. Could we please step inside? I, I, have, a, I have something to ask of you. I'd say this is a reasonable conversation pace as it is. And look, look around, like, look at the snow. <laughs> Very well. Um, my name is Cal William Marshall. I am to captain an expedition for the princess to Caldonia. Do you know of it? Caldonia? Yes. The frozen continent of the south. I've heard of the continent. I've not heard of your expedition. Very well. Well, uh... I'm charged with recruiting a team of uh, experienced individuals to help me on my expedition. And you come highly recommended by my captain of the guard as someone who lives out here in these unfavorable conditions. Perhaps you have wisdom to share for me. Does your kind know the first thing about Caldonia? I know some. I'd be interested to know what you do. If, uh, if please, we could, we could Head inside. Do you have somewhere for me to tie my horse? The fence will do just fine. And he, uh, Ferris kind of like, you know, releases the uh, the arrow that he had, puts it back in its back in its quiver. Very well. 
I, uh, I tie the horse up and I go to, to shake your hunt. I, he just kind of looks at it for a second, then turns around and walks inside. I pat, look to the horse, pat it, and uh, trudge into the shelter of the abode. Okay, you guys find your way inside the house. The horse is tied up outside to the fence. Uh, what, what's the inside of your house look like? Is it well furnished, sparsely furnished? Are there uh, pictures of things? Sparse. Are there like elven writings on the walls? Or is it just kind of like, you know, mountain man cavern? Um, it's probably pretty pretty sparse for the most part. Okay. I think he tries to write. Like he, wor- he works on um, writing himself. It's like one of the things that he does to pass the time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he has like paper or if he like carves it into wood or what. Mm. But he... Um, that, that's probably like the most out there decoration. That's like a fireplace, a chair, a bed, and then just like personal belongings that he uses as tools. Maybe like thin sheets of bark that have been cut apart and then used to practice on. Yeah, I could work with that. Okay, there's a, a bit of a fire going in the fireplace, I and my the hands. two of you are standing in this sparsely sparsely furnished house. It's a nice piece of civilization you have out here. Uh, I, I didn't. Catch your name, friend. Ferris. Ferris. It's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Would that I could say the same. What do you know of Caldonia? I know it's been cursed by the gods. It used to be the home of a great kingdom. Many great kingdoms. Indeed. Well, my liege, Princess Sela of Solwick. She seeks to claim some of that wealth and ancient knowledge for the Kingdom of Dragons. And I have been charged with leading the expedition there. So you intend to go down and freeze to death in the cold on the off chance that you'll bring back some manner of wealth for your kingdom? Well, I don't intend to freeze, and perhaps that's why I'm here speaking with you. You quite clearly are adept at living in such uh, difficult conditions. Is there any recommendations you can have, perhaps, uh, besides wearing warm clothes, making large Stay fires? Home. You'd be much, much less likely to die. I don't survive in the cold by staying out for days at a time. I come back to my cabin. There's a nice fire here. As much as I would like to stay at home in my own warm house, uh, I am bound by duty to travel to this place. I don't have the luxury of making my own decisions. I'll ask again. Can you provide me any assistance? That depends. Can you provide me with some? I can try. Well, what is it you are looking for? Do you wish to extend your extend your the borders of your fence to claim more land here? I can certainly speak to the to to the captain of the guard if you were willing to provide consultation on the expedition. Uh, provide me with knowledge on how best to survive the cold. Neil, mm-hmm. uh, did you give an official name for the breaking of the world really fast? Because nope. I, I'm calling it the breaking, but that's like that's a wheel of time thing. You don't. Want I to think it has a whole bunch of different names based okay. on. It's kind of depends on the region, localized yeah. things. Call it what you will. <laughs> so based on the fantasy series that the player reads. Yeah, <laughs> whatever Perfect. you want to call it. Okay. Back before the breaking of the world, yes. there was an elven kingdom far to the south. Grey Elves. Mm. Considered by themselves to be the most noble of all elves, but that's neither here nor there. One thing they did do right 
was to chronicle history. Yes. The Grey Elves went extinct when your kind caused the breaking of the world. Let's not point fingers of blame here. Uh, the gods work in mysterious ways, my friend. Sometimes by burning the world that humans have corrupted. The point being that the history those elves have been collecting has been long lost, well over a thousand years. Mm. Yes, I see. So, yeah, are you a, a student of history? Not myself, but the history of elves is important to all of us. So here is my proposal. I can do you better than information. I can go to Caldonia with you and save you lot from freezing to death in the cold. On, in return, all elven relics that are found down there, most especially the Book of Elven Creation, go to me. Hmm. Well, I could use someone with your, uh, your skill set, but I'm afraid it's not really my place to give away the princess's hard-earned treasure. Um, Would you rather... Dwarves collecting gold. Humans collecting all kinds of metals. Elves mostly collecting wood. I don't think you'd be giving away much that your kind would want. Some books, some natural grown objects that have been fossilized over time. Well, uh... I don't think your queen would mind losing a bit of, a bit of treasure, considering she won't be getting any if you die down there. Princess, but I, I see your point. Faris, uh, don't get me wrong here, I don't mean any offense by this, but um, I'm not certain how much I can trust you, uh, given you do like seem to want to hide yourself away here. Uh, if we were to leave and you were to come, it would be in a few days' time. I don't quite fancy trekking out here again. Uh, perhaps you would accompany me back to Solwick. I'll provide some uh, adequate accommodation for you and maybe we can speak on this more and I will speak to the princess as to your proposal. There's a small village just south of Solwick. Uh, I'll just name it for you, Neil. Crestwick. Oh wait, no. Wick is actually important, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. Okay, Crestwood. Perfect. Crestwood. I go there to sell furs sometimes. Mm. I don't... I don't really get along with much of anyone. You might you might have been able to deduce that much, but I get along with them well enough. I'll wait for you there. It's only a few hours out of town. Very well. I could uh, I could use the the company back on the road anyway. I get quite quite lonely out here. You can barely see five feet in front of your face when the snow blows right. Not with your eyes. Very well, then. Uh, do you have any business that you must uh, attend to before we leave, or can we uh, make haste? Uh, I go around. I think I collect my, my writings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have that much in terms of personal belongings. Yeah. I think it's I, I, I think I, mostly what I'm wearing is what I, what I own. Like, I kept my swords on me. Mm-hmm. Got my bow kind of slung across my shoulder. Yeah, I guess I grab my writings kind of stuff them into a backpack. Probably grab, like, some food that I've got stocked up and then say, I'm ready to go. So, are you going to just leave this house to sit for a couple of years in the tundra? Are you going to give uh, it so away like, to I someone? Or are you going to destroy it? Up, right? 
You could board it up. Yeah. Like, my plan was to board up the windows, lock the door, make sure nobody goes in. And then, like, you know, that way, like, if I come back and, you know, the board's been pried off and it looks like people have gone through, you know, I, I know that I have to go, like, massacre the closest team to the village. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you're leaving it intact. You're not going to, like, burn the house so no one can use it in your absence. No, there's, like, there's not that much important. Like, I collected the writings, which is probably the most personal okay. thing that he has. And I, I probably threw those in my backpack. Um, and aside from that, like, I think I just... Yeah, I think I think I board it up to make sure that nobody goes in, so that I can like rehab it, you know, like mm -hmm. go back into it whenever I get back. Okay. Uh, you so. board up the house with probably William's help a little bit, mm -hmm. if you guys are leaving together. Yeah. So I, I want to ask you on the, on the as we're walking back. So Faris, what kind of uh, monsters do you get this far out here? That's a good question. Uh, is there anything fancy, Neil? No, there's not much in the way of monsters in this part of the world down here. Okay. Uh, occasionally there are some wolves that come through, but that's about it. No ice mm. trolls? No ice trolls. Uh, the area near Cinder Springs has some activity, but they stay confined to that hill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've probably gone like exploring down south a little bit. Mm -hmm. I say where I... <sighs> where I live is probably the safest in all the Frostlands. Don't go further south if you know what's good for you. There's very little in the way of game down there, but there's plenty in the way of monsters. Hmm. I'm interested because I'm sure the kind of things that live down here might be the kind of things that we'll run into in the expedition. But, uh... Perhaps. perhaps we'll have to wait and see on that one. It's an entirely different continent. Plenty of time for different species to have to habitate each one. Hmm. It's an interesting way of looking at it. Do you think the gods would inhabit different species down there than here? I don't see why they wouldn't. To be honest, I'd be surprised if anything's living down there. When your kind broke the world, the gods did their best to exterminate all life down there. Hmm. I've got a feeling that it's not going to be as simple as just snow and ice. Maybe you're right. Um, this village that you stay out, are you sure I can't tempt you to come to Solik? It can provide you uh, comfortable accommodation. A warm bed, uh, feathers, a feather feather blanket. The village will be plenty. A village alone is already more humans than I typically prefer to deal with. Very well. Uh, do you need me to, to pay for lodgings for you, or can you... Uh... That would be helpful. I don't have any furs to sell this time. Very well. Uh, so as we, as we get to the village, then I'm going to carry on to Solwick. I, I hand you a bag of, of coppers, maybe a couple of silver in there, and I say, um, I'll send a messenger when it's time to leave. Uh, he'll, bear, he'll bear my seal. You'll know it's from me. Your seal? Yes, and I, I show my shield. And say, uh, it's likely to be a few days. Um, but uh, thank you for your your offer, and I'll, I'll, I'll speak to the princess as to, as to your uh, conditions. That condition is dependent on my coming, so I'd hope that you bring back word on that front. Very well. Yes, I'll, I'll mention it in the letter. <laughs> I think Ferris kind of like looks at the emblem on your shield and says, <clears throat> I mind for vanity you lot have. It's important to uh, recognize one's position and keeping track of your family and uh, the accomplishments of your elders, it's important. Do you not think? 
Perhaps it is. You know, we can't all live out in the middle of nowhere on our own. Perhaps not. I didn't come here to talk until the ground opens up and swallow us. On with you, human. Hmm, this is probably more conversation than you've had in the last year. Very well, I'll leave. Uh, it's, it's nice to meet you, Faris. I'll ha hesitantly hold out another hand to shake. <laughs> it's just kind of like... It says, Just send the messenger whenever you're ready. Right. And it heads into the end. So I'd like turn around and roll my eyes a little bit and feel bad judging him and uh, get back on my horse and make way to Solwick. Alright. You make your way back to Solwick where you discuss with the princess the events. She agrees that the elven relics can go to this other person. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly because she doesn't believe the stories of the Grey Elves. There, It is known that there was a collection of elves that lived down there, but it was a predominantly human kingdom, and she's fairly con convinced that there's not going to be anything in the way of elven treasures. And if they are, they're going to be such a minority that it's not even worth looking into. Um, sure. So she willingly, you know, fuck it, who gives a shit? Whatever you need to get the mission done. Fantastic, Princess Sella. Uh... I have now acquired two members for my expedition. I have a wizard recommended by Alatar, and this half-elf who seems to be an expert in surviving in the cold. But I'm afraid I'm one man down. Uh, is there anyone... Any expertise you think I'm missing? Uh, is there anyone you could recommend? Hmm. Caldonia is a mountainous continent formed by a volcanic chain. Yes. She looks at you. Not that you're too old to climb anything, but hm. uh, uh, perhaps you should find a, a skilled mountaineer. That seems to be uh, sage advice, princess. Well, we can't. I'm not as youthful as yourself, but uh, my old bones haven't given up on me yet. But perhaps uh, an expert climber could be of use. Someone to lead the way. Hmm. I think I know just the man, in fact. Uh, and I think, why don't we close off this section here with Sean. And we're going to take a break. And when we come back from a break, we'll be introducing our fourth PC. And then we'll do a short section of the whole party gathering together down at the docks for the very first time. So we'll see you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Frozen Frontier. We are here with our fourth little vignette uh, on how characters get together. So I think we left off with Kel William speaking to the princess about climbing experts. Yes. Right. I take the princess's advice in great heed. All right. So she mentions there's this expert climber. <clears throat> we have... On our hands, this uh, uh, gentleman of sorts. Yes. Brigand is more like it. Cut purse, thief, criminal. Um, oh dear, I hope he is locked away. Very soundly. Ah. We caught him just after he snuck into and out of our tower here in Solwick a few months back. Four? Three? Four months ago? Maybe six months ago now? 
didn't find what he was looking for on him, and he refused to give up the name of his employer, if there were any, or any contractor or any affiliates. Uh, but we did catch him leaving the keep, so we locked him away for good. Uh, quite the skilled man. Climbed to the sixth window without a rope. Completely wow. fearless. Hmm. But you Def would have me take a... A thief on the expedition, princess? A man must pay his debts to society. This one has broken laws, and is a person I definitely don't want walking around free. However, he is very skilled. I, even I cannot deny that. And I think those skills will come in handy for you. Uh, you will need an expert mountaineer. Indeed. Well, if you, uh, if that is your counsel, princess, then I shall heed it. Uh, this man is in the dungeons. Yes, we could offer him a uh, a plea deal, uh, two-year contract exploring Caledonia in exchange for a pardon or uh, maybe commuting his sentence. I think he's currently looking at twenty years in jail. Maybe a, a two-year contract will will Reduce suffice. It. Yes. Fair. Yes, I think uh, your mercy is legendary, Princess Sulla. Um, this man is lucky to have you as his captor. Hmm. Well, he's I, lucky I we didn't find anything on him. If we had found what he indubitably stole, uh, well, let's just say he's lucky. If he has taken anything, uh, or if he has someone he is working for, then I will endeavor to find out. Please do. Yes. Uh, his name is... She looks through a ledger that's been brought to her while you guys were talking about this guy. His name is Grimes. Mm. Filthy sort of name. name. Yeah. A suitable fellow. Yes. Uh, he's down in the dungeon. We have his personal effects still somewhere. I don't think they've been auctioned off yet. Okay. Well, uh, I will speak to this man, and I'm sure he will be perfect for the expedition, but I will uh, I will report back to you. Hmm. She gives, your, uh, gives you approval, and someone will take you to the dungeons, or, you know, give you a key to the dungeons. I, uh, you know, bow, and then mm -hmm. walk away. Okay. Uh, well, you can find it. Yes, I head down into the dungeons, traversing the, the cold, dark steps. Uh, I take a torch from one of the sconces on the wall, and whichever guard is on duty, I ask for the keys and tell them to wait outside the door. All right. It is so. Uh, you go down through the rows of cells until you find the one that they've told you. Grimes is... Well, what are you doing, Grimes? You're in like an 8 by 8 cell. There's a little bit of a bench... That's about it. Shine the Fuck torch it. onto your face. I think I look up suddenly, um, probably hunched in the back at this point, uh, looking quite haggard. <laughs> at one point, maybe well-groomed, but I've been left in a cell to grow beard and hair for three months. A little undernourished at this point. Grimes, oh. is it? Bloody hell. Finally someone reasonable. <laughs> I've been clamoring for days. I I like kick an empty water dish over to you. I shall uh, 
I'm right starving in here. Grimes. I'll uh I'll be right back. And I'll uh I'll go in again some food and water and bring it back. Wait, 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 get, get back. <laughs> I stand up and approach the What's the, wrong? The the cell where the gate the bars. Yeah. yeah. Bars. You can't leave me in here. <laughs> you were caught where stealing from the tower. What do you expect me to do? I I I'm I'm an innocent man. I what what am I what am I charged with? I I, I just told you you're stealing searched. from the tower. Stealing what? If I might ask. I'm not sure. You kept up it secret, but just because we don't know what you stole doesn't mean you didn't steal anything. Seems to me you've been uh, found guilty in a fair and judicial way. And who are we to question the law? Judicial? I've had no trial. They've been, I've been locked in this dungeon for, what is it, years? Without, without if even it was food. Not, if it was not fair, then Astaire would not have you here. It seems you must have broken the law to find yourself here. Uh, a stare. Hmm. However, uh, Lord Grimes, I, I have a proposal for you. Lord, oh, I rather like the sound of that. Am I, am I to be, am I to be uh, knighted for for the trouble they put me through? Not quite. Maybe, maybe one day. Let me, uh, let me get you some food, and I'll, uh, I'll be right back, and we can speak as men. And I'll I'll go and get him some food and come back, you know, ten minutes later, and open open the cell, and uh, lock it behind me, and um, hand him there's, like a. There's a brief moment where Grimes' eyes dart, and you can see the gears turning in his head. But <laughs> if I'm correct, uh, was it Sir William? Is that he hasn't given his name yet? Cal William, I told you. Yeah, 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 but he's a he's a rather imposing man. Six yes. four. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't even. Don't make a move for the door or anything. Uh, how so big is back. Grimes? Can you give us a description of you? Sure. Uh, Grimes is tall and slender. He's over six feet tall, but he tends to slouch and lean, and and, and especially now, you know, lost weight, sunken features, so can, a little still unassuming. Mm-hmm. Um, I can read the description I've got too. Um, so even malnourished, he he has a handsome face, sharp features, high cheekbones. A uh, cleft chin and a crooked nose, maybe been broken a couple times. Brown hair, it's receding, um, and it looks like at one point was styled and facial hair styled too, but it's just it's grown over months and is kind of a little haggard. Uh, eyes are green and alert, like I said, darting, calculating. Um, and I don't think any of the gear is relevant because right now I have been probably stripped to some rags and left shoeless and filthy to rot in the dungeons you look uh yeah you look very handsome though i'll uh, i'll <laughs> i place the torch and the sconce by the by the cell to cast some light for us i like shield my eyes and uh walk into the cell locking it behind me and um I lean against one. yes it suits my position my oh. um my name right. is cal william marshall and i have a proposition for you Grimes. Well, Kel, I make an exaggerated bow. Name's Grimes, and it is a pleasure to meet you. Glad to see they finally sent someone reasonable to speak 
These guards highly recommended as a man of great talents. Is that true? Oh, is that so? I see my reputation precedes me. <laughs> yes, I am the most infamous cat burglar in all of Wukthron Rarenta. Oh, from the cops, are we? Hmm. How do you find yourself in a town like this? Oh, I needed a bit of a vacation. Stretch my legs, get out for a bit of a walk. Ah, and Just wandering around. Oh, well, you see, I, 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 I'm unfamiliar with these lands. I <laughs> taking a stroll through the countryside and uh, found myself accidentally wandering onto apparently uh, royal royal grounds. You just accidentally climbed up six floors of the tower? Well, I, old habits die hard. Yes, well, um, as pleasant as this uh, jail cell is, I've come with an offer of a way for you to um, reduce your sentence. I'm not sure if you're aware of your sentence. Do you know how long you, uh, you need sentence. to stay here? No, as I said, this... Uh farce of a justice system. There's, there's been no trial. I can't even get the guards to say two words to me. There's been a trial. I've been... I can be sure that there's been a trial crime. It's just because you weren't invited doesn't mean that there hasn't been a trial. <laughs> okay, well, so how, how long have you been here? Three months? Four months? I don't know. I can't sleep. There's oh. no window. I can't... <laughs> you know, I'm like looking at a, another... 19 and a half years or so. Oh, bloody hell. That's a long That's, time. It's a long one. But uh, like I said, I've got a, an alternative offer for you. My, uh, my new title is Captain. Mm. I've been charged with uh, leading an expedition to a very unhospitable place. Have you heard of Caldonia? Caldonia. Have I heard of Caldonia, Neil? Yeah, of course. It's the, the cursed southern continent. No one goes to Caldonia. This, this sounds like a demotion. No offense meant, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Perhaps you're right. Uh, I found myself here under, um, well, unideal circumstances. But I'm, I'm a great believer that we must play the hand we are dealt. And uh, mm. I suggest you take heed of those words yourself. Mm. Like... Like I said, I'm told that you're a great, uh, of great talent, particularly in mountaineering. I nod slowly. Oh, I never was a good gambler, but it appears the cards I've been dealt are what I'm stuck to work with. So praise, my... praise Jexel for sending you my way. Yes, I grew up in the shadows of Wicklamdo, the tallest peak in all the kingdom. I've summoned it more than a few times. That is very impressive, Grimes. Mm. Well, I'm not sure how big the mountains in Caldonia are, but uh, I'll be finding out soon enough as I intend to lead an expedition there. Mm. And... Who'd, who do you piss off? Yeah, well, I... Uh, not something I want to talk about right now. But either way, uh, I'm told that if if you were to accompany me on this expedition for two years, then uh, we can 
significantly reduce your sentence. Two years? Freezing my ass off in Caledonia? You'd rather... You, you must be mad. You're welcome to rot in the dungeon if you prefer. No, no, no. I, I didn't say that. I'm sure there'll Oof. be a great deal of climbing to do, and it probably will be cold. Uh, but um, I can I can buy you some furs, some uh, some warmer clothing, and can, you might you might die, but I live by my wits, face death. Well, most days. Can you fight? Why? I can handle myself. Good, because I'm. Is might be required. If I may ask, what does the princess have her eyes on in Caldonia? Or are, or are you being sent off to serve some sentence as well? The princess seeks a great deal of things in Caldonia. Uh, excuse me if for now I reserve that information from you. I'm not sure if you can be trusted yet. Fair enough. <laughs> so what say you, Grimes? Do you do you accept my uh, my offer? Will you accompany me? Caldonia. Well... Looks like they've got me between a rock and a cold place. Don't say I have much of a choice in this matter, do I? I suppose yep. not. Oh. You must play that card you are dealt. Well, sir, our intrepid leader. Show me the way. Well, we'll be leaving in a day or two. I'm afraid that for now, you'll have to um, remain in your current residence. Gotta be kidding me. Look, you'll uh, you'll only try and run if I let you out, so... A couple more days won't hurt. Uh, you've already been down here four months, so... <sighs> I will come and gather you when the time to leave comes. Until then, uh, what, what size do you wear? And uh, I'll take his, his measurements to, to buy him some clothes and... Is there any other gear that you require? We still have your uh, belongings that you were apprehended with. Well, if we were to be climbing, some rope, pigeons, God, an ice pick, what have I signed up for? I tell you what, um, Grimes, I'll send a man down here later uh, today with some, uh, some paper, and he can take a list from you. I'll have them acquire everything you need. Sounds agreeable enough. Until then, I'd make peace with uh, any demons that you've got because this is true to be in a dangerous expedition. And there'll be more danger than just the cold and the, the drops of the mountains, I'm sure. A flurry of rats runs underfoot for a moment, going from <laughs> one end of the area to the other. Hmm. As he doesn't say anything, I'll nod and uh, get to my feet and go to walk out and lock the door behind me. Before you go, can I ask a small favor? You can ask. Could, could you let me out just for, for a moment to, to use a real privy? 
I look dejectedly to the chamber pot in the corner. It's buzzing with insects. A, um, I, I mean, you take the, me for a fool, Grimes. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a shy shitter, you see. It's been, <laughs> it's, it's been hell these last few months. <laughs> well, uh, keep your chin up. It'll only be a few more days, like I said. You could do with some uh, grit and determination where we're going anyway, so uh, why don't you just make do? Uh, well... <laughs> I shift uncomfortably back to my bench. Ah, good night, Grimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright. I uh, lock the door behind me and go to walk out. Alright. Uh, you exit. Is there anything else you want to do, or are you content with Grimes? Someone can go and, you know, deliver the paper to him, and he can fill out the, his gear requirements. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like maybe testing him climbing the tower, but if everyone's seen him climb the tower, then I, uh, that's good enough for me. The princess recommended him. Mm-hmm. Happy to take him, even if it's just to get him off her hands. So I will, uh, I'll send... I'll send a guard to go and uh, get his requests for gear, uh, get the things bought, and I'll go and um, go to the harbor, organize a, a boat, speak to the princess, tell her everything's ready, and that we'll be leaving uh, either on the morrow. Right, or the... she'll have a. There's a ship that's going down to resupply Fort Wick, bring some things along with it that you guys are going to be booked on, so you don't have to worry about booking passage yourself. All that is already being taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the night before then, I'll send a message to Jeremiah, to Faris, and uh, yeah, we'll go and get Grimes in the morning to meet us at the harbor at daybreak the next day. Excellent. All right, well, we are going to take our last break here, and then we'll have the whole party gathered together for the launch of the expedition. Um, so we'll see you guys in a few minutes on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to The Frozen Frontier. We are going to be wrapping up our prologue here as all of our players, all of our characters, gather together down by the docks. So I will... I've sent a message to uh, Faris and to Yaramir, and I will personally go and uh, collect um, Grimes from the dungeons. Hey, Um, what? What? Take you, take you to my house and allow you to clean yourself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoilers, though. The other, the other two players don't know where I came from. Oh, sorry. We're fine. Sorry, my, my bad. I... <laughs> <laughs> Something about this this adventurer looks untrustworthy. Damn it! Probably because his name is Grimes. <laughs> so maybe we should maybe um, Yaramir and Faris are at the dock already together when Grimes and I approach. Yeah, sure. And by and by now, I've cleaned up, mm-hmm. trimmed trimmed my hair, uh, sh- cut my beer back to mutton chops and a mustache. Yeah. And I've I have to say, Grimes, you uh, fresh clothes. You clean up quite well. Mm. Oh, I, uh, this is this is the usual, the, the grime only on special occasions. <laughs> so well, is uh, there a are we in Solwick still? No, you guys to... are. You guys have made oh. your way down to Bondundasir because there's no docks in Solwick. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. Wait, so I, I'll, I'll hand here? you a pack with all of the gear and stuff that you asked for as well. Mm -hmm. And um. Yeah. Yeah, we meet down there. I mean, really though, we should we should walk down with Yaramir since he's see he is also in Solwick, right? Mm-hmm. So. so so, so I'm, I'm like right out of Solwick too. It's probably like on the way to pick Ferris up. Yeah, you guys might have met down in Bondundasir. Maybe some of you guys had shopping that you needed to do and you wanted to get there ahead of time. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have all shown up together. It can be just the way it is right now. Okay. Sure. So, you know, we're, we stand outside the docks as the, the crew prepare the ship. And mm -hmm. I say, well, don't we make a, a motley crew indeed? Um, I, I, the newcomers or i guess the old comers so this can i get yeah can i get a brief physical description i think sure. i've gathered pieces just from i am yeah. a a tall long and thin person like incredibly thin um and i am dark skinned um with no hair to speak of on my body uh but am covered head to toe in rich like deep black tattoos um, some of them look a little bit sinister in nature. Neil has created a tattoo description for me, right? Uh, noticeable on my, my face. I have this like large third eye tattooed into my forehead. I have like stitching, like as if my lips were shown, sewn shut. Uh, I have large rings and I have uh, coffins and all kinds of crazy shit uh, tattooed all over my body. Um, none of it is like, when I say you have a third eye here, none of it is strictly an eye but it's many tattoos that when viewed together like a constellation resemble an eye. Well, Motley Crew indeed. This is um, my friend Yaramir. He's from Matava, and he is a, a learned scholar and a wizard, and he will be providing us uh, research and guidance in intellectual matters for the expedition. He's this... pleased to make your acquaintance. Uh, I yes. enjoy large mustache. <laughs> yes, uh, the pleasure is mutual, I'm sure. Uh, Grimes is the name. I Grimes. Bow, bow deeply. Do you wish to have fortune, Red Grimes? Uh, I guess sticks. I I I think I'd I think I'd rather not know. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll leave such matters to Jexel's judgment. Grimes here is a is a great climber and will be uh, leading us on any matters of um, mountaineering. He's good. Little arms, not so good for climbing. And this uh, handsome uh, chap. Yeah. So Ferris is probably like leaning against a post up against like the side of the dock, just kind of like watching out at the sea. Uh, series. He got swept back, blonde hair that goes down to about shoulder length. He has like a big tattoo across his face. It's like a semicircle that goes along his forehead down to his cheeks with an elven script both above and below it. And then uh, he's got pretty hardcore resting bitch face. <laughs> and yeah, I think, I think William gives the introduction. He just kind of like looks over and says, I'm not here to make friends, William. When do we sail? We'll be leaving shortly, Faris. Uh, this is Faris, everybody. He lives down in the the frozen wastes to the south. I, I figured he might be of some use when it comes to surviving out there. I didn't know anyone lives in the frost lands. When did, uh, when did you get that too? 
Uh, were you born with? No. Oh. How, how did you get tattoo? Is interesting. My mother helps me make it. Mm. What does it say? The script is unfamiliar to Yaromir. Words... Words insignificant to you, human. Oh, all words and symbols very significant to Yaromir. You've built life studying such things. I promise you. Perhaps someday, if you ever earn my respect. Can I etch a sketch it? <laughs> I hold up like a paper and some like charcoal. Just kind of like... Would like to add to collection of symbology. Right. He doesn't scowl at you because he's already scowling at you, but he just kind of like looks for a second and says, do as you will. All right, I put the paper up to your forehead and oh attempting to create a rubbing of the tattoo on your forehead. I mean, perhaps we can save this for the for the journey. It will take but one moment. No worry, no worry. <laughs> Uh, I, I lean listen, into crimes. Yeah, I was. <laughs> where did you find these loonies? <laughs> so it's just uh, like tapping his thumb on his saber, saying, "Would it be that much trouble?" <laughs> when you said two years in the frozen wastes, you didn't mention we'd be locked up with a warlock uh, the, as well. There'll be a whole fort of others there. Uh, you might be a tea leaf, Grimes, but uh, perhaps you're the most normal one on the crew. <laughs> Ooh. As a first for everything. Well, shall we get this loaded up? Yeah. Set down the heavy pack of climbing gear and. The ship captain is a woman named Zaz, and she bro uh, has helps you guys board on to the wave skipper. Mm. Which is the wave skipper. Mm-hmm. That's fucking Venlin's boat. Was it? Is that that's why it came to mind? <laughs> yeah. I was just making up names. <laughs> okay. Is, uh, is it canon? It can be the, the no, it can be the sea skipper then. Okay, okay. Oh, really? So it's not just the wave skipper travels the world? No, no, no. Uh, they're unrelated <laughs> boats. Let's make sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. The, the sea skipper uh, is Zaz's boat. She helps you guys load up your stuff packs it all away. You notice that there are other things on here as well. There's a whole box filled with arrowheads and spearheads, um, a couple of knives, some various implements that you might be needing out there, some rope, uh, a couple of axes, uh, you know, things that you need in the Arctic, including some clothing. Oh, yes. Yeromir needs clothing. He's uh, not the heaviest clothes, I hear. Yaromir, I, I gave you gold to buy clothing. Oh, that was what it was for. I did not realize. I thought someone made generous donation to Yeromir's uh, casting of sticks. You best hope that the expedition can spare some clothes, Yaromir. I don't intend to let you freeze to death. Oh. Did we lose Neil? Oh, neither do I. I do not like freezing much. If I, I become another person... I think we're, we're going... No, we're now? still on stream. Quickly, let's do something uh, unallowed. What can we do? Uh, let's just go murder all the NPCs in this town. Just ass. before Neil gets back quick. Happen. You're right. okay. Well, Would you like stuff. to rub my sticks? <laughs> looks... <laughs> I think we're still live, right? We are live. Did he, yeah. did he intend to do that? I don't, I, I don't so. know. 
I'm not sure if we're actually live or not. I just pulled up. I just pulled up no, Twitch. No, no, like, yeah, I've got the stream going. Neil's yeah, like okay. gone from the the call, but he's. How can this be? I think he just turned his cam off, or maybe his webcam got unplugged. I don't know. Neil's oh, dead. No. Apparently, we we're alive. still alive. Yeah. Yeah, we all live. Yeah. Right. Let's. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's change yeah, let's, our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I have nineteen. Get sixteen for Sean, who needed. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. See, Plus, I'm already kind of broken because I get like the thirty percent innate resistance to like all charm, and like you know, mind-altering magics. Broken. Oh, you can see like hidden doors as well, can't you? Uh, yeah. yeah. I also have improvision. Yeah, elves are broken. Half Hot elves down. are like, if you want to be broken, but you don't want to be an elf. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, is that? Hey, no? sorry. Did everything break for you guys? I think everything. I the stream's still the, on. Stream's the fine. Stream's yeah, on. I just hit the. I've got a fucking weird USB port that sometimes breaks everything. You but... just disappeared. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I assume everything's been going well in the story that you guys have been telling. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, we got, we got side I seduced you your sea captain. She's oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. you seduced Saz. I found the plus five longsword you had stashed in the. Shit. <laughs> yep. All the. Yeah. All You'll the notice I, you, can, you can have this one, Nick. You'll notice I foresaw this coming, <laughs> Neil. That's why I already have the uh, the Pegasus with the ace or with the barding of AC twenty uh, <laughs> yeah, added onto my character sheet that I sent you. Excellent. Your cam's still not. Uh, I know, I know. I'm working on those details. Don't worry about it. Um, things are actually getting worse. So, uh, have you all been introduced? Yes, yeah, I, I think we're good. Yeah. All right. If we're good, since we're having serious tech problems right now and everyone's cams are frozen, I think this is going to be where we're going to end. All right. Uh, okay. On the, the frozen yeah. screen, because it would take too long to fix, but how appropriate. <laughs> the frozen yes. screen for the frozen frontier. <laughs> Sean, will, will, will you make a, a Reddit thread? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, I do like the Reddits. Uh, I do like have the to do it for character creation because it. No, like, I, I, I usually save it for sessions. Yes. All right. Well, uh, if you have any questions, uh, viewers out there, about the Frozen Frontier or want to express your interest, there is a thread on the subreddit, which is reddit.com slash r slash koibu. You can check that out and post your thoughts. I think our cast members are pretty active, and so they'll get back to you with any things that you might need. And yep. we are set for our first session, which will happen next week. Uh, what day of the week or what date of the month is that? Uh, the, the 21st, no, I believe. 21st, yeah. The yes, 21st uh, at twitch.tv slash koibu at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And then we will just go week from week by there, from there. Excellent. All right. Was all right. pleasure meeting all of you. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Likewise. I, I did screw one thing up. I, I said it had been about 15 years since he moved out to the West. Uh, Ferris is 44. Uh, it's been closer to about twenty five years since he since he moved down to the Frostlands. Just one clarification: okay. people in chat were were guessing They're on age. Already lying to us. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right. If, uh, yeah. I'm kind of figuring out who Ferris is as I go along. So if things change, work with me there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those people who uh, I, I don't think you have a character until you've played them for a couple of sessions. And you yeah, I agree. Out who they are. Okay. Well then, everybody, that is it for our first session, our zero-width session, our prologue session of The Frozen Frontier. We will see you guys next week. Discussion Bye. thread is up. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.